The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win, get paid over at mybookie.ag. The sports gambling podcast is brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support the sports gambling podcast? All you have to do is log into sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. college experience. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the swinging database. And in studio, we got the water bottle drinking ring finger stinking. Always <laughs> burrito eating shit. Taking sideline girl waking always. Bring home the bacon. You know. <laughs> We're rhyming over here. Yeah, Give we- it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi. How are you? How are you, pal? Buddy. Here we are. Midweek. Got a little early start today. So by now we're back in almost sobriety mode. Now you are, you know, breaking your uh, little back. You're back. What is that? Off the wagon? On the wagon? That's back. You're off the wagon. Back in the New York room. Right? <laughs> was that Kiss? I think someone else did it before Kiss. Um, how we doing? Um, look, look. I'm Sobe. I'm Sobe Lifewater here. I want you to tell the audience. Yeah. Why you didn't want to play me in Tech Bowl tonight? Oh, I was passed out. No, no. But I, you see that screen of it? Look to your left. We were gonna play a game, and you just said there is no reason. You're making this story up. I have you been, never even asked I to challenge the me. Screen up, and I said let's do this. And you're just like I'm going to the bathroom. Buddy, I'm go drink a bottle of water. This guy's playing uh, Atari games from 1978. Look, look, this guy's. Playing I want to play a game called Pitfall. Beat him and eat him. You guys do the research <laughs> on that one. This, this kid's playing beat him and eat him, and I'm sitting here. I am a student of life. I was curious. <laughs> I'm what sure you were. This was. So I, I checked it out. You know what I mean? What did it live up to your expectations? Yes. <laughs> did I it mean, exceed your yes expectations? Yes and no. <laughs> no. In terms of gameplay, yeah. leave something to be desired. Pretty awful. But but their mind was in the right place. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can see that really taking off uh, with modernized graphics. Yes, they need to bring that back, right, Major Mud? Um. So I'm just gonna just uh, I'm just gonna go in. I'm just going to go in. Yeah. I was flawless. Oh, here it is. Flawless. The just let me just, what did I tell you guys on this podcast? This guy's got spaceship dick right here. I believe I told you guys, if you just listen to me before the playoffs started, I said, and I'm talking hockey, NHL, the national hockey league. I said, 
I got the Blues winning, but I got the Blues playing the Bruins, right? Yeah. Sure enough, <laughs> they were not one seeds, Patty C. It happened. And then I said I got the, the, the Blues winning in seven against the Bruins. Man. What happened tonight, Patty C? Called it. Called it to a T. I got to give you that. There is a reason besides us being idiots. And I know you like that, but there's a reason why you turn into the sports gambling podcast network and the college experience. Look, we specialize in college sports, but I will still wave my dick high, high up there in the air satellite dick because I can do some NHL. Well-educated, well-educated on NBA and NFL. Mm -hmm. You can ask me what college Ronnie Harmon went to. I'll tell you, he went to Iowa. All right. right. So I'm just going to pat my back on the St. Louis blues. Wasn't there a scandal with him in Iowa? There was. I think he shaved points. points Shave some points there. Son of a bitch. Um, buddy, I'm feeling pretty good though. I hope you listened to me on that bet, guys, because you would have won a lot of money. Yeah, and if you had I called that whole thing over here in my, in my, that's why I'm have this glass right here. It's just celebratory. Hey, victory, victory! That's my cry. Here's how happy I feel like uh, America is about the Blues winning this. Uh, we were in Jameson's, an Irish bar, you yes. know, Boston territory. You would figure the yeah. reaction was unanimously pro. Uh, Pro St. Louis. Yeah. Well, look, you got to feel sorry for St. Louis. They've been robbed of their football team twice. Yeah. They've never had a basketball team for some reason. That's a big enough city. You would think they would do the basketball team. Yeah. I guess they did probably back in the day. They should, yeah. What were they? The St. Louis? Were they the Tri-City no, Blackhawks? They, they had the Kansas City Kings at one point. Yeah. No, they were the Hawks. St. Louis Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks used to be in St. Louis. Um, That's what it was. Here's what I'm saying about St. Louis. Bring back the Cardinals. Right, uh, much I'm, like look, the Cardinals it, can keep their franchise in Arizona. Just lose the name. I I'm gonna say this: the Cardinals being in Arizona is a fucking non-starter to the extent that like. Uh, well, you know how they have the baseball Cardinals. Yeah, I do like how both football and basketball was the, was the Cardinals at one point, or football and uh, baseball. Yeah, football and baseball. I'm saying so. I think this the the Arizona should expand. They should send the Cardinals back to St. Louis. Yeah. They should do the Phoenix Suns in both basketball and football. That would be fucking awesome. Boom. That would Boom. be very fucking. Tell cool. me I'm not a genius. I mean, look, there's nothing like intimidating about a Cardinal. So you have to like be in a charming city where like in St. Louis, there's like, you know, riverboat gambling. It's, uh, it's the Cardinals. It's a charming little, like, you know, Midwest charm. We've already gone o- over this before. Get a fucking <laughs> sun related team out in Arizona. It's just a waste. It's a waste. Yeah. And you know, and, and please, I don't need to see a fucking gorilla as a mascot. Right, right. Here, right. Well, I think that's kind of cool. What? What is that? How is that cool? I always thought that was kind of cool. It's just fun. Uh, you you been to Arizona, Patty? Have you have been you to been Philadelphia? To... Yeah. Do they have any whatever the fuck their Eagles? mascot? No, the little like uh, dancing Philadelphia Phillies like weird guy, oh, the horse the... or whatever. No, is green the Phillies the thing yeah, with the face stupid. and the... they can hit the lead on that too. Okay. Well, right. you're no fun. Yeah, I am no right, fun. Grumpy right? pants over here. I want to see. Why couldn't it be a guy dressed as the sun or something or a snake? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a dancing or sun. a coyote. They went gorilla. Well, what the hell does Arizona have to do with gorillas? How, look, why is a coyote any better for the sun than a gorilla? Well, I'm saying coyotes are all throughout Arizona. Well, yeah. Gorillas are in fucking Congo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Congo <laughs> the movie. Decent you, point. You a there. fan of that movie? You know, I don't. I don't think I ever really sat down and watched it. I really? think I tried like a hundred. I times. think it might have changed your life if if you did make it. Really? Through. Pretty scary? No. Terrible. Um, but sometimes a terrible movie is good for you. I think that's probably why I never got through it. What's the worst movie you ever seen? That's a hard question. You're coming at me with a fucking fastball right here. Uh, What's the worst movie theater experience you've ever had? Well, I think you already know that. There's there's a couple that really like. Okay, the only time that I've ever, I think I may have walked out of two, uh, but uh, no, I think I stayed. the The only one I ever walked out of was Two for the Money, right? Uh, that was bad. That was bad. That Al Pacino was really bad, and Matthew yeah. McConaughey. I think the point that killed it <laughs> that was really bad. Was uh, they're like laying there, and Matthew McConaughey's got his shirt off, and Pacino's like laying there, and they're like looking in each other's eyes for like the better part of a minute, just having a dialogue like from like an inch <laughs> away, and I was like. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you? And like, look, the entire fucking theater <laughs> left, right? There was me and like whoever I was with, my my bud, and then one other couple. And like, finally, I was like, I'm calling it. And then the other couple stood up at the same time. No one in the whole theater finished that movie. Dude, I went to like a fucking screening of this awful. I mean, as a, as a kid, there you see a lot of bad movies. But yeah. I'm saying like in the past like five years. My buddy Rob, shout out to Rob Christensen. Oh yeah, he gets me like because he's a he's a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like hits me up. And he's like, you know, me and Rob have wrote movies and TV shows and stuff, and we work together a lot. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I got us uh, tickets to like the screening, the first screening of uh, this movie called War Pigs. Mickey Rourke, Dolph Lundgren. It sounds amazing. That's why we were we were jacked up for it, man. We're like, yeah. yo, we'll go get some sushi, some drinks, go into this thing. Sounds it's gonna be fucking, fucking great. Amazing. Right? Yeah. Dude, it's the worst fucking movie I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> it was looks like it looked like it was shot with a fucking iPhone. <laughs> bro, it was so bad. They were just collecting a check. Yeah. I mean, Mickey Rourke was in it for like 30 seconds. Phoning it in. But his face is on the fucking front of the oh, movie. Man. Like terrible. what a fucking terrible movie, man. <laughs> terrible fucking movie. Um, yeah, so so you didn't think we'd go this route, huh? I did not. You ever fell fell asleep during a movie <sighs> at a movie theater? I'm sure. Yeah, I've done. No, I, you know I did. I, you know what? Here's what happened. I this chick I used to live with down in San Diego. Remember mm-hmm. her, Janelle? No, she's pretty hot. I don't. But hottie. There was some sexual tension while we were living together oh. for like years, right? Always is. Never popped off. Oh, the, I do remember this. Yeah. Is this at that in the, in the garage? You know, yeah, that's when I was living in the fucking garage, right? <laughs> There's some stories there we'll, we can get to. No, I think we told that story with Ralph, uh, my buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, we told yeah, that we one. Told that there's, pl- but there's more than that, obviously. But yeah. um, no, this one I went down to. Uh, I set it up like a week in advance. It was finally gonna pop off. I was living in LA. She was down in San Diego. She kind of hit me up. She was like, you know, what's up? And I was like, all right. So I guess you're still interested. Yeah, she wasn't bad. I remember her now. Yeah, she's decent. Yeah. And. Uh, so I like set up a date. I fucking drive down to San Diego. It's a double date with Corey and his girl, right? And uh, stood you up. Stood me up, right? Woo! Phone fucking ringing, everything, right? I called her up. I went off on her. I was like, you know, I haven't, I've never talked to her since. You're never got, gonna get a job in this town again. <laughs> that's right. I got shit house. <laughs> and so I don't know if it's falling asleep or it's just passing out. But it was like in one of those really comfortable movie theaters where you're like on a bed. Yeah, those things. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Dude, of those like things. ten minutes into the movie, I was out. They got some of these I ones in the LA. Movie. Where you it was. Like, uh, you can like order dinner. What's that? They got some of these theaters in LA where you can like order dinner, yeah. cocktails, and it's like, dude. 
It's I'm too dark to watch in this fucking theater. Right. I'm going to go to sleep if you feed me one more fucking... Like, right. I, the last thing I want is like a whole meal. I'm eating like chicken and mashed potatoes. Yeah, you're on a bed. You're watching. like, this is like what I do yeah. right before I go to sleep at night. <laughs> um, so Jungle Book, that was it, the new one. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. Well, neither have I, so. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Well, you saw <laughs> 30 seconds probably. There you go. All right, buddy. We talked NHL. Honestly, what's your take on my just I pretty I was pretty flawless throughout the whole NHL. I'm gonna playoffs. call it fucking dumb luck. I'm gonna call call it for what it is. I think anyone who can predict that accurately has got to be significantly lucky. You know, well, maybe you got it, a golden horseshoe lodged up your ass. There's some skill to it. At what point do you like? I mean, look. Hey, I missed every single series in the playoffs. So or almost. I and you went, hit them all. I went. I mean, last year I gave out. Uh, five for regular season over unders college football. Yeah, I gave out five. I went five and zero. Oh. Well, I believe you with college football. And my sixth one was Tulane, so I, went, I basically gave you six, just free money, fucking throwing out there. Throw the dick. NHL in the free money. Throw it sky and high. Look, the Warriors had problems. They would have won in four or five. No, I said they would have won in five if, yeah. if, or maybe four if, if everyone was healthy. Yeah. Somehow they're still alive, Patty C. Mm, that's and what we should be getting to. Once again. Can I throw my dick in the air some more? Yeah, let's do it. I believe I am on record. We can we can search the data. Sure. For saying that this is a front. The the the, the everyone in love with the Toronto fans and how they're sweet. It's a mm. front. They're really coward fans, mm. like the Miami Heat. And I've known this the whole fucking time. All right. Yeah. When they were shit, no one showed up for them. Right. When just when they get good, it's like, oh, look at us. And you got Drake and Bieber endorsing your team. Look, uh, they've always been shit fans. They were finally exposed for the lemon-headed coward terrorist pussiness that they are. All right. Now, let me ask you this. What's that? They're not copping out on their team, though. They're not doing any. They're not leaving yet because they're still obviously very much yeah. in, in the finals. They, but I'm saying they, they really cheered when a guy, I think it was pretty They showed evident. themselves to be, you know, they yeah. showed Canadians to be what they are. And I saw the footage from Jurassic Park or whatever they call that dumbass fucking thing where they watch all the games, right? And I saw the footage of them yelling at Steph Curry's mom, right? And I want to say with a strong, and I was, this is another one. Yeah. I was dead on accurate by them being some pieces of utter shit. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Although, let Tell me, me you're not rooting for the Warriors now. Let me remind you that Colby has hated the Raptors and has loved the Warriors uh, all of his life. Well, there's a reason least. I didn't just hate the Raptors because they're just, the, I mean, look, I didn't like the team name, but I'm saying like it earned it. It was like the Miami heat to me. It was phony. I, you forget. I was a diehard NBA fan. Dude, at one point the in my Raptors. Life. I'm going to push back on you here. The Raptors had a fan base that had nothing to cheer for. And they still have been, you know, present. Nothing to cheer for. They go to the playoffs every year. Go back to the times where they're not in the playoffs. And I guarantee you, you'll see some. It looks like one of my comedy shows. There's like 12 people there. Right? <laughs> hey, <ooh. laughs> uh, you may. I mean, it'd be, it would be worth looking into. I, I, I just they're like a, a fun little like happy. The little mascot always having disasters and shit. You know, they just seem like a happy-go-lucky team. I don't understand yeah, where well, the hate well, comes well, from. No, no, the actual team. I don't mind the players. Yeah, I'm talking about the scumbags of Toronto. That everyone always just wants to paint them like they're the greatest. Like they got left. Like they're a bunch of leprechauns. They're all great with right. with everything. They're all it's so nice. Supposedly no, amongst amongst Canadians, Toronto is hated. 
the most because it's the biggest city. They get all the press. Buddy, they're classless. We saw. We just saw what happened. Yeah. I saw them sucker punch random Warriors fans on the street walking down the street. No, that is a, a, a complete bitch move. It's the same, and people say, well, Philly does it and Boston does it. I go, well, actually, Boston does not. Kobe Bryant got uh, injured. Kobe Bryant got injured in a Celtics game, and they did not do that. They did not boo. They did not boo. They're, they did not cheer did not him cheer being rather. injured. Yeah. yeah. Now, the Sixers, yes, they've done this with Michael Irvin before, <laughs> but here's Eagles. the difference. The Sixers, yes, they're asshole fans. They're Philadelphia fans are. Yeah. But when they're 1 and 15, they're still fucking showing up. Dude, they threw batteries at referees. Well, that they, they that booed Santa Claus, right? Yeah, that's true. They weren't they throwing snowballs at referees too. That's right. Giants. Uh, Giants. Giants. They missed the call. It was Giants Chargers. Sean Gale, I think, had a big interception in that game. Man, pulling it. Baylor. Pull, there Baylor. it is. <laughs> Look it up if you can. Um, Let me see if this. Uh, it's probably not. the internet's a little bit down. What am I talking about though, guys? Um, my point is though, is I want my credit because has it changed your opinion on the fan base at all? Well, let me tell you what, I got a little guilt here. Didn't get to see those particular <laughs> clips. You didn't even see them on sports center or anything. No, didn't. you live under a fucking rock. You know, you know, you do a sports podcast. Well, look, I fucking, <laughs> I watched, I watched a uh, post game, you know, I'm sitting there watching the updates on my phone as I'm walking home. You got Twitter too. You get everything. On I'm Twitter. watching it all. I didn't see, I didn't see it. I didn't fucking see it. Maybe you're just deep sea diving, looking for something. No, no, no. I was watching the game. Yeah. Because I wanted to see Kevin Durant come back and I wanted to see them beat the shit out of the Raptors. Yeah. But what I was not expecting to see was, I mean, well, I was, I knew they were scumbags. I just wasn't expecting it to go down this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I knew they were counterfeit fans. Especially a guy like Durant, who's like a likable guy. Yeah. All right. So you hate the Raptors. You love the Warriors. Maybe there's a little truth to the fact that the Raptors fans are scumbags. Let's say I called this before the series. I was like, you like them for some reason. Their fans are, you're like, the fans are good. And I was like, they're douchebags. It's Miami heat fan style. It's like, it's when it's clever. They're a fan, right? You know what I mean? Like, Fair weather fans. Oh, we're all wear white together. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, have yeah. a fucking party. Yeah. Shut up. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toronto has struck me like that with, uh, with the exception of maybe the Maple Leafs. Which I don't fucking know. I, I don't even mind the Maple Leafs. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess what else do they really have? Those are the the Argonauts. I, I actually kind of like the Argonauts. They might be loyal to the Argonauts. Um, all right. Let's talk about fucking Durant, though. I'm all about... I, I, he earned my respect. Um, I know that a lot of... Well, look, I've always been a Durant fan. When he did that move, I thought it was a... It was a, it was a, it was a Bold. Uh, yeah. Risky. But the more I thought about it recently, people giving him a hard time. It's like, you know, maybe he had some chick he liked in San Francisco. And then... When I really examined it, I was like, "You ever been to Oklahoma City?" Yeah, <laughs> I have. That's true. I think I'd, I think I'd go to California. No disrespect to our listeners in Oklahoma. Yeah, but I mean, I look. We both grew up on the East Coast. I think California is one of the most beautiful places sure. in America. San Francisco and Oklahoma City is no comparison. Yes. Yes. Now Oakland. <laughs> what? I mean, he doesn't live. I'm sure he doesn't right. live in Oakland. <laughs> and there's nice areas of Oakland. I have an aunt that lives in Oakland. Um. I, I meant the injury. I wasn't talking about the oh, move. Look, I hear in my respect, though. He showed up. Obviously, yeah. it was a bad break. No one likes to see that happen where someone's going to be out for 14 months yeah. or 12 months, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, this is what it's like. It's like what uh, when, when we were in a text message with our buddy. Yeah. I said, because he was making the point of like, he should have pulled a Kawhi Leonard and not played. 
right? Which I, I still disagree here's the thing. with. Kawhi did not play, though. Kawhi played and also experienced an injury. It may not have been an Achilles. No, the whole next year, though, he sat out. He sat out yeah. the whole year. And that was clearly, you know, him being a bitch. Who knows how long he should have been out? I think because the Spurs were a playoff team, that he should have come back for the playoffs if he was healthy enough. I'm saying when you're in the championship, part of his or you're fucking at the contract. End of, if you're like real, if you're deep into the playoffs, yeah, I think you should. Yeah. If it was me, and I mean, my point is this: like, I, I brought this up, like Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott elected to get his finger cut off in the middle of a game. Right, right. That's above and beyond. Yeah, it is above and beyond, but that's a legend. Willis yeah. Reed coming back in. He could have not. There's a reason why we still talk about Willis Reed. Well, Kevin Durant, you know, quite frankly, he had an impact on the game. If Golden State turns it around, if they win at home, which they yeah. very well could, especially with uh, yeah, it's a one game series, yeah, one off, and Clay and uh, I, I would just think that Toronto might get a little nervous. Yeah, you know, like of course, they haven't won a championship in like 50 years in any sport. Yeah, so, well, uh, oh no, 92. Oh, yeah, about to say Joe, Joe Carter. That's right. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it could still end up being something that is regarded as like a Kirk Gibson kind of thing. Where well, dude, even even if not, if he had played all three games, we'd be saying, "Man, that was fucking amazing that he came back." Did it? Okay, sometimes the apple goes the other way, or there's some analogy I can throw. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> sometimes the uh, 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 yeah, the horse doesn't drink the water. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> You can lead a horse to water. Sometimes I don't know what the, the fuck this guy's talking about. Sometimes the he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Look, sometimes this is the look, college. Sometimes screen. the ball doesn't bounce that way. Some okay. life happens. The cookie crumbles. There you go. Okay. There you go. A thousand cliches look, in a row for you guys. Look, loose lips sink ships, Patty. Yes. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I'm saying like you know that like sometimes it happens. Like what if Willis Reed would have came back in and tore his ACL and he was out for a year? Uh, you take that gamble, but you're trying. You're showing the heart. You're showing your heart and will. You are showing your heart, but you might have ruined your career in the process. You know so, what, dude? Well, he's you know not going to miss any. It of doesn't. That money. It doesn't really uh, reflect poorly on Durant at all to do that. But what it does to me, to some extent, exonerates Kawhi for uh, not coming back before he said he was ready. No, I mean, well, if you come back in the playoffs, like uh, I think he was ready is the point. He was fucking firing by October when they started. And so if the playoffs, well, were I don't in care about the regular season. May and June I'm saying the playoffs probably fucking ready by then. Well, then I would still say there's people that rise to the occasion in life. And sometimes maybe it doesn't work out for you, but you still took that shot. And that's where I, I personally tweeted Kevin Durant and said, Hey man, I'm sure it meant a lot to him. Hey, you know, every thought counts, buddy. <laughs> well, he he is pretty sensitive to the fans Look, on Twitter. I know so. he has no idea who the hell I am, but the point is, you know, he took it to heart though, based on his love previous, is love, buddy. Love, love is, love is love. love, and I respected what he did. I do too. If I was at a bar, I'd buy him a drink. All right. Yeah. Well, that thirty-one point uh, five million dollar player option he has. Uh, I don't value know, that though. at Look, his disposal. My, my dentist I went to earlier in this week. All right, he makes more money than me. Right, I'll buy him a drink. I'll still buy him a drink. That's a good gesture. You know what I mean? You're a good man. Hey, you're a piece of shit. But I'll tell you, you're a <laughs> good man. I'm a good man because I could. I I predicted the NHL's playoffs almost to a T. I'm a good man because I know. I every year I'm over 500 in college basketball, yeah. college He's football. Just like shut right? this guy up. He's just shamelessly I, throwing. The I dick told up. you the Toronto fan base was fickle. <laughs> He's right? feeling pretty good about himself. I'm just right? doing. I'm doing great over here, buddy. <laughs> I'm doing absolutely great. Do the Warriors win Game Six? 
It's questionable. It is questionable. That's, Durant helped them. As diplomatic an answer. <laughs> as not committal. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they win the series. I think Toronto is going to get one of the next two. It might be this one. I, I think, think the game Warriors six, are going to win game six. I think it's going to be a close game. I think they're pissed off. I saw Clay Thompson's reaction when the crowd started cheering when Durant. Yeah. I think there's a little edge to them right now. You know, I will I will reiterate what we what I mentioned on the last podcast. I was rooting for the Raptors before this series, and I still wouldn't mind seeing them win. But this has opened the door for me, like to enjoy, dude. Right, right now, a Golden State comeback. Right now, if you're an American and you're rooting for the Toronto Raptors, as far as I'm concerned, get the fuck out of the country. <laughs> all right, get the fuck dude, out. Dude, we country. have like 800 championships in every sport. I, I don't. It think... It doesn't matter. It's the low class Toronto people. You know what I mean? That it's just the irony that they're, oh, this is, they're so nice of a city. Oh, have you been there? The fans are so nice. Fuck you. They're just like any other sports city. Yeah. So fuck them. A bunch of, who are they? Like, it seems like icy hot stunners, you know, or I don't think our fans would know who that is. <laughs> it's like, you know, just, uh, oh, oh, no. Is that not a term we can use? No. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable, Jeff. All right. What yeah. is that? White, white, uh, white trash. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little rough of a term, I guess. Uh, anyway. Yes. Go on from there. We will talk. Uh, how about Ryan blew it? Blew uh, it. He blew it. <laughs> blew it with the bears. He blew it with the bears. He got cut. He got cut. And, uh, you know, I, this is where we need a soundboard. Cause I would love to play the blew it, blew it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. Classic, classic if, moment. If in, you're a listener and you have no idea what the hell we're talking about, we're talking about the kicker from Pitt, who uh, we're talking college football. He missed a uh, what was the extra point? I think it was a field goal. Field goal in overtime. It was like a chip shot. Yeah, chip shot against Duke. His last name was Blew It, and the announcer was uh, did a great job of being like <laughs> Just and Blew It, Blew It, turning it into like the most <laughs> obvious comedy bit that ever existed. <laughs> that shit was good. I'm glad he did it though. <laughs> He took the fucking easy shot. <laughs> he didn't blow it. He he had a chip shot himself and he nailed it. The yeah. announcer. So yeah. credit and, to him. He rose to the occasion. That's right. Um, let's just get to it, buddy. We got we got college football. Just we, well, what do we really do here, Petty C? I think college sports is college football, college basketball. That's what you're signing up for here, folks. Yeah, that's what we do. Um before I dive into oh, by the way, I want to tell everyone. You want free college experience t-shirts, free sports gambling podcast t-shirts. You can go to iTunes and leave us. We're doing a promotion right now. Our own, right? This isn't backed by some money. We are going to give away free t-shirts. If you guys can please leave us an iTunes review, go to sports gambling podcast network, leave us a college experience review. I will purse. And then if you can just tell me who you are, like if you're on Twitter, if you if you, if not, you can find my email on the website. I'm on every social media platform there is. Message me, show me your review. I will then ask for your address. I will then send you a T-shirt for free. Maybe maybe a couple T-shirts depends on how good the review is. <laughs> um, so we're doing that, Patty C. I mean, you like like I mean, if you want a shirt, Patty C. I would love create a create a fake alias. 
yeah. online, which Boom. I'm sure you have 30 of them. Oh, yeah. Right? How do you think I do all my stalking? I, I saw that <laughs> one, one, the Twitter handle you had, Nightload69. Oh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> that one was, you know, I've got a special <laughs> clientele for that one. Uh, but look, if you screen, if you write an iTunes review and you screenshot it and say that uh, my name is, uh, you know, Billy Bob or something, and you give me this address, I'll just send it out there and boom. No. Hype. Boom. Um, okay. Look, we got some shit going on here, Patty C. I'm going to, we're going to dive into good old week. What is it? Nine, I believe. Yes, sir. Nine in college football. We're going through every oh, game. A fucking hell of a week too. Yes. It is a great week coming up, but I did want to touch on this before we got into it. If I could ever unlock my phone, since we don't have internet, I'm using the internet on my cellular device. So, by the way, it's not like I didn't pay the bill. It was just the whole neighborhood shit went the out. The whole neighborhood. Yeah. That's that's what's going on right now. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. internet's not out because I didn't pay the bill. If you're wondering, I understand that I am a scumbag comic, and <laughs> I have had the bill go out on me several, several times in life. <laughs> just not this right? month. Just not this time. <laughs> um, but I did. I did. Uh, so someone asked us to talk about this and break this down. Phil Steele's magazine came out. I haven't got it yet. Yeah. Still waiting on it to arrive. It's got Alabama number one. Fair. Clemson number two. You believe that? I think it's fair. Yeah, I know. I yeah. think it's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, at three, he's got Michigan. Ah. That's a, that's a stretch. <laughs> a lot of people. That is a stretch. This Josh Gaddis thing. You know what? You know why that's a big stretch? Is because Michigan hasn't won a big game in 22 years. They beat Florida in that bowl game. They were in, Florida was nine and four that year. No, they weren't. You're talking about the year with Tebow. Yeah, that was they were on either side of a national championship. So it was what 2005 and 2007. No, 2007 and 2009. It was 2008. I want to say it was the Gator Bowl, and I think Florida was nine and four that year. It was not a great year for. Okay, he's got uh, Georgia at four. That's obvious. Yeah. Oklahoma at five. Okay. Now I don't have the whole list because the person that sent me it um, did not provide all of it, but he's got Utah at number eight in the the country. That's high. You've heard my take on this. Now this is where I'm contradicted because um, I think they're highly overrated. I think based on like, I think Whittingham's one of these coaches that. Well, here's the thing. Number eight. When you're talking about teams that like don't have enough oomph to get over the hump and win a national championship, there are a lot of teams that have finished in the top eight that fit that exact description. Michigan State, Stanford, off the top of my head. UCF finished eight, even though they did get over the hump. (laughs) Right. Even though they won the national championship. Even though they won the national championship, those scumbag fucks. Not UCF, just the the committee and all that nonsense. Um, So you're saying you're okay with Utah at eight? I don't think they're going to see. I, I made this point before. You might remember this. I said, Whittingham, yeah. great coach, big fan. Yeah. I, I would love to see Utah make a run, win the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Right. But I think when they're really have a target on their back, they underachieve. Yeah. And when they, when they don't have the target on the back, they always, well, there's always going to be a media darling preseason, you know, and they're, they're just trying to project, I guess, or whatever. Well, and, and, I, and I've already but show proven. me the history, man. Yeah. When, when, when have they ever finished that high? You know? Well, Sodomly. They did when they hit Alex Smith, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Johnson, maybe when they beat Bama. Yeah. Well, 
Was Alex Smith, did they finish that high with Alex Smith too? I mean, they went undefeated that year. They had to. And Brian Johnson. Was the year they beat Bama. The they didn't go undefeated twice under Meyer. They, they? might have. No way. No, Brian Johnson wasn't Meyer. That they was Whittingham. Like, oh, they must have gone like 12 and 1 or hold something. Hold on, hold on. Two, was that 2007 Utah? Alabama. You, know, you could just type Utah, Alabama, Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I... Uh, I suppose maybe we're just full of shit and they have gotten over the hump a couple of times. Granted, it's been a long time. Was it 07 or was it 08? The hell year was it? Mm, now you're making me deep sea dive here. It sucks being on the phone here, man. Um, Brian Johnson. It was, I think that it was, was Whittingham. I, I don't think that was. Uh, no, Brian Johnson was Whittingham, but I'm yeah. saying, did they go undefeated? Did they have. They went 13 and 0. They went 13 and 0. They went and beat Alabama. And they finished number four. Wow, we're a bunch of fucking idiots. That's that's ten years ago. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Same coach. All right, maybe Utah is ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still want to see more. I'm I'm calling. Look, I I uh, Mel Tucker, former color or Colorado head coach, former Georgia defensive coordinator, former Alabama defensive coordinator or or defensive coach. Um, he he's already said that he's already proven he's already proven that the PAC 12 schedule is harder. We're not doing this again. No, My point here is that that's why I don't think they're going to finish in the top eight. That's why I also think that uh, Phil Steele is off on, on Oregon, but he has Oregon at 12. He might ESPN has Oregon at 10, but I think they're trying I to think sell that's that a little uh, high, trying to I, sell that uh, first game of the season against Auburn. I see Oregon and finishing top 20 probably. But I don't know about twelve or ten. I'm all over the under on Oregon. I don't know what it is. I got a feeling it's gonna be nine and a half. See, the Colby has like uh, hater instincts that come out sometimes. Well, if my hater instincts provide me with going five and zero oh on my over unders, on my locks. Hey, I didn't know those were your like like. And if you want to compare me to Phil Steele, I am a Phil Steele fan. You have good instincts about some th- teams, but when you are, have hater instincts, I hated Miami last year too. They misdirect you a little bit. I hated Miami last year too, and that was my number one lock. You hated Toronto, and you had them losing in the second round too. I, they uh, had the luckiest shot ever to get past the second round. <laughs> well, I mean, they would have gone to overtime in that game. Okay. Would have won it then. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so my point here is that Oregon is overrated and uh, we shall see. And like I said, I'm a Phil Steele fan. I really am. I think he does a great thorough job. Yeah. His, his money, but he was high on Miami last year. And you know who was not the dent, <laughs> the dent base. And you gave me a hard time about the two lane green wave last year. Look, <laughs> you had a golden hair up your ass. A golden golden horseshoe, <laughs> <laughs> very golden hair in your asshole. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's just get to it. I don't want to talk about. It. Okay, gosh, gosh. Okay, what about this? College football rankings made some bold predictions. Washington will be the true playoff contender that no one sees. I don't think anyone doesn't see that as a possibility. They're on the outside, but okay. They gave us five projections here. Central Florida doesn't win the AAC, the American. Mm, we're going to see how Wimbush is in week one, and we'll know a lot right then. Yeah. Syracuse starts off one and two, but go, but ends the season nine and three. Really? 
Yeah, that's that's not terribly uh, that's unreasonable. That's implying that Syracuse is going to lose to Maryland in week two. Who, who are the other? Uh, week- they have Liberty, Maryland, and I believe Clemson is week three, I think. Okay. They're going to lose to Maryland and Clemson. And then. That's what this person is stating. Wow. Um, I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah. they could easily finish nine and three. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Okay, Appalachian State beats both South Carolina and North Carolina this year. No. I don't think so either. They're yeah. bringing in a new coach. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma makes the national championship game. That could happen. That could happen. You know how that could happen? Uh, Clemson plays at, like, uh, plays Bama in the first round. Clemson drops a regular season game, drops that Syracuse game. Yeah, the one that I predicted? Yep. On the Kobe called because it's right after AM. That's their only hard stretch of the whole fucking year. Yeah, they could easily drop it. Uh, and Babers not going to be, you know, unprepared for that. AM's gonna like be up early or be up and they're gonna come back and like great comeback, blow their beat load Alab- or beat AM. Yeah, and then the next week they're thinking, like, where the shit they come into the carrier dome, boom, yeah. lost a fucking hornet's nest. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were we just talking about though? Uh, uh, that was just his predictions. He said, what was the last one though? Uh, Oklahoma makes the national championship. Oklahoma. Yeah. If, if Clemson plays Bama at one, one versus four in the first round and Oklahoma slides in two, three, Oklahoma could, whoever they would be playing, say it's Washington, say it's Michigan. If, uh, Phil Steele's right. Uh, o- Oklahoma would probably be the favorite in that. And then, yeah, they could make it to the national championship. Do they win it against either Clemson or Bama? No, but they can make it potentially. I think they could. No, I don't think so. I think they're the type of team that always loses those games. So I'm eager to see how Hertz ends up with. Uh, I think Lincoln Riley would do a great job catering to him. I don't think he's going to be any better than Baker Mayfield or. Uh, no, but I expect the defense to be better. I like that hire of Alex Grinch. Okay. I think Alex Grinch is a much better defensive. You know, Mickey's not too high on him. Yeah. Well, he wasn't the defensive coordinator last year. You ever heard of too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah. All right. Shiana was there. Also, the overall talent wasn't as high, apparently. Bosa's out for the year. They, they had problems. Ohio State has no talent problems. We should go back for the. Okay, but you, from the you time want me to go back before that and should tell you Grinch's job that he did at Washington State? He did a great job at Washington State. That's yeah. where he came. He only spent one year at Ohio State as a defensive analyst. Well, he was in the North Pole then, which is where the Grinch is from. So he had. Home turf advantage. <laughs> hi Okay. You watch and see. Let's get to week nine. I'm sick of your games. You know what I mean? You sit <laughs> over here and you just talk shit. You duck me in tech mobile. <laughs> but before I get to week nine, I want to tell you guys some things here. The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by, I want to sound like a 19, uh, 19, like seventies or eighties announcer, a college experience on the sports gambling podcast. Network is brought to you by my bookie. Terrible. <laughs> Sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. A little Howard Cosell uh, is that shout good? out. Is that That's good? Close I, enough, I, I just feel like I listen to all You're these a games. fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't smoke 30 packs of cigarettes a day like they did right. back then. Uh, was know? it Bob Ufert? Yeah, uh, the definitely guy from having Martin, martini lunch. Oh, I am doing that. <laughs> right. But I'm saying, uh, yeah. Dude, listen to Bob Ufert, like the one where. Uh, Bob Euchre? You no 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 no. Who are we talking about? Uh, I think it's Bob, uh, maybe I'm fucking that all. No, I think it's Bob Ufer. He's the uh, Michigan guy. Oh yeah, 
With Anthony, with Anthony Carter? Yeah, from, he's the yeah. Anthony Carter. Oh my and god! They, but he's got one where they're like uh, ripping down Michigan's banner. You know, they run out and like touch yeah. the banner before yeah. the Ohio State ran out and like tore down their banner. And he's going on a fucking rant, and it's so money. I got. We need more that, announcers man. like that. We do. I want to bring back this. I think we should put it in their contracts that they have to smoke like three hundred cigarettes a day. <laughs> right. All right. Please. Lung cancer is a must. Look, we're all going to die one day anyway. All right. right? You might as well be great while you're doing it. Yeah. Be great at your job. All right. What is it? Uh, The candle that burns uh, twice as bright burns Uh, half as long. That's straight out of uh, Blade Runner. Hello. I like that. They knew what they were talking about. Classic movie. Classic movie. I was at the, actually went to the uh, hotel they shot that at the other day. Is that right? Yeah. The Bonaventure, downtown LA. Look at this. Dan base bringing you that Hollywood knowledge. There you go. Blade runner classic movie. One of the best science. Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm going to go Clint Eastwood lawnmower style better than any science fiction movie they've done in the past 20 years. Uh, what Clint, um, Blade runner, uh, Blade runner. I would have to review the science. I think there's been some good sci-fi. That's one genre that I don't think I like the movie called ex machina. Did you see that? I have not. Is that where everything's like uh, computerized? Where you're like having relationships with like uh like a robot and you're banging well, robots. It's yeah, sort of is. Sort of sort of like And then it's like, I don't know. I need to check see out it. Ex Machina. It's a good okay. I like a good science fiction flick, but they don't really what? Better the OG Blade Runner? Yeah, no. Who I, knows? I haven't seen it yet, but OG Blade Runner is tough to beat. Dude, that's that's cinema that's best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, point is 50% uh, deposit bonus to, you know, play, win, get paid over at my bookie.ag. There it is. And, uh, you got, you got baseball. You can bet on baseball is happening. Patty sees a nationals fan. He's probably going to rattle off some gibberish about they've won, uh, you know, seven in a row or something. I don't know. I am I, I, only paying enough attention no, 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 to you the don't nationals. have to really research that. Okay. I don't think our listeners give a shit. Cause it, you know why? Cause there's still 144 <laughs> baseball games. Right. Like, what the hell? That's right? pretty much. Um, but you can also bet on, uh, you know, everything UFC soccer got the, how about that? How about the women's, uh, team beating Thailand 13 to nothing. Hey, sometimes we got to flex that American female muscle. If only it was Canada, they were playing. Could we let oh yeah, that'd be, not, that'd be amazing. Right. Can we let our girls play for our guys in the soccer game? Could you play? Your game? I mean, our oh, our yeah. guys are losing to Venezuela three nothing. I saw that game. I watched that game. It was like thirty minutes in. They were down three nothing. Yeah, it was like Jesus. Our, meanwhile, our women are winning gold medals, fucking World Cups, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I will say this: um, I'm pretty sure that I don't know if it was rugby. There was a uh, a women's rugby team in uh, Australia. Their you know their national team that was playing against their boys. Uh, uh, under 16 team mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just got fucking annihilated by the boys team. It might've been soccer. I'm not sure if it was rugby or look, soccer. Look, 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 we're not going to PC it up here because I, I thought this was great. Yeah. Rex Chapman, shout out to Rex Chapman blocker charge thing he's doing on Twitter. Yeah. Amazing. Inspired my no CTE thing, but yeah. he got in trouble a couple of years ago for going on a radio show and they were saying something about, uh, Someone asked him a question. He was on a radio show. I listened to the interview. I don't remember what 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 pub, like publication it was, but yeah. he was like, "What to beat men's? It was basketball." <laughs> and he was like, "I think my high school basketball team would beat a WNBA team by a hundred points, right?" <laughs> he said something like that, or the high school that I went to, something to that extent. Yeah, but I believe that. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a guy that went to a I I, I went to a game where uh, uh, I saw a team lose sixty-two to nothing. 
women's basketball. That was a youth basketball game. Doesn't I don't care what the fuck it was. All right. I mean, it's just these were teenagers. Yeah. A team scored zero points. Zero points. <laughs> Tell that story for our listeners. <laughs> I went to a friend's uh younger sister's game. And did you go to this game? You I was not at that game. And uh their team his sister was on the team that put the goose egg up. <laughs> I'm not gonna put her on blast. Yeah. But it was pretty classic because they were down like 37 to nothing at halftime. And, and then it, it kind of, we weren't really paying attention because it was really, yeah, we lost interest and, uh, <laughs> understatement. And then, uh, we realized they were getting skunked at halftime. Yeah. So then like it kind of got exciting poor or like second half preach play. And we we're sitting close enough to like, I don't know. It was just, it was a fun experience. <laughs> really fucked up. I mean, it got really worse. Cause like, as the minutes went down, like the girls the started crying and stuff. And I think they had a breakaway at one point. It got rejected by the rim. You know what I mean? Like it was really, it got, it got really pretty, bad. Pretty tragic. It got really bad. <laughs> okay. So what does the 62, nothing loss have to do with the, uh, no, I'm saying though, what I, I, I don't think that could ever happen in, in men's. That's true. Although I, you know, what I was thinking about the other day, Look, there's a six foot six I'm sounding, guy. I know I'm sounding, most high I'm sounding arrogant teams. as fuck right now, but I'm just yeah, saying, I agree with Rex Chapman's statement. Yeah. I think, look, and that doesn't mean that they're still not great at what uh, they're like. Some of these people are the best uh, at what they do Yeah, for women. Like Brittany Griner would destroy most men in basketball. I was at East Carolina once yeah. and I played like an intramural game and I played against a girl. I want to say it was the Charlotte sting that she mm-hmm. was in yeah. on her on. Yeah. She was a bench player though. But uh, you checked I, her. I was pretty successful in blocking. <laughs> I, well, it got bad because I didn't want to block. Her. I didn't know she played at the, at the time. I find this out after the game. Yeah. But she was definitely talking trash, though. Really? Right. Like, but I was like, I don't want to. Like, I didn't. I, of course, I got matched up at one point with her. Right. right? Yeah. If you don't know, especially, then yeah, you take well, no pride. I think on accident, my first time defending her, I blocked her <laughs> shot. Right. It was on accident, and then I felt bad. So then I'm like, fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna. We like, sound like fucking assholes. I know, but I'm just t- <laughs> saying. Hey, look, they could still be great at what the fuck they do. Some of those chicks can Dude, shoot. R- Cheryl Miller would destroy any of us. Yeah. Right in her prime. Yeah. Destroy any of us. But when you're talking like Rex Chapman said, like I believe that trained basketball players, uh, you know, the male body is just capable of more in that particular yeah. setting. I mean, women can be better at the men at a bunch of other shit and other yeah, gymnastics. Yeah. yeah, probably not close, but probably even swimming. I don't know. Ice skating, sure. Yeah. And I mean, look, a lot of stuff. Uh, cooking? <laughs> I'm fucking around. Jeez. I'm fucking around. Um, <laughs> look, my point is here. <laughs> that was funny, right? He's I had to go. I had scumbag. to do it. I fucking had to now do you it. Want, uh, now I want some of that whiskey. <laughs> uh, I want what you're on. You want some? Well, maybe in a little bit. Oh, well, don't fuck it back down. Well, like I want some. I don't want you to have to get up and fucking well, fix it right now. Well, you afraid of holding the mic down for th- well, 30 I, seconds? Yeah, I'll hold the mic down. You give me a topic, I'll fucking <laughs> tell the world about everything they need to know about it. All right. Well, let's start off with week nine college football. Notre Dame at Michigan. You have both of these teams undefeated. Mm, right? Wow. Both these teams undefeated. Talk about why I'm pretty sure this is one of one of your most exciting games of the whole entire. Of season. course, this is my. You can just go start making it right yeah. now. I okay. got it from here. Okay, okay. Notre Dame, Michigan, one of the best games in college football history. Obviously, 
you know, would have been one of the most played. I want to say the first game was played 1887. They played it continuously until what? 1902, no three, somewhere in there. I don't know. And uh, then Notre Dame finally beat Michigan. Michigan threw a fucking hissy fit, refused to play him for 40 years. Right. Then 1940, uh, 42, 41, 42. They finally agreed to do a, a home and home. Michigan gets the first one. Notre Dame gets the second one. Michigan throws another fucking hissy fit and disses them for another 35, 40 years. Uh, late seventies. I think they started playing and they finally did it year to year. But in the meantime, Michigan had basically kept uh, Notre Dame out of the big 10, something related to uh, their religious, like, uh, but that ended up making Notre Dame kind they of made a, the rivalry stronger. Right? Well, and it, and it created Notre Dame to be who they are since they didn't have a conference. They had to do that barnstorming shit and like go all over the country playing whoever they could. And uh, then they just became like the national team. They got these uh, instead of like a, a season ending rivalry, they got Newt Rockney, right? They got yeah. USC as like their warm weather season ending rivalry since they refused to play in bowl games. And then like uh, somewhere along the way, they're like, fuck it. We'll throw Miami in there. This before Miami was good. Yeah. Then Miami got good and Notre Dame bitched out of that one and took on Stanford. Yeah. But it's uh, funny how that goes around. Right. right? It is. And now, and then, you know, obviously Notre Dame got the uh, offer later on to join the conference and said, fuck you. You guys didn't take us when we needed you. Now you guys need us. Fuck you. So I love the rivalry. It's so petty. Um, Two of the greatest uniforms. I want to say, I mean, everything about this, like, uh, Notre Dame stadium is modeled after the big house. Um, I've, I've been to the golden dome. It is uh, not for a game, but I was there. The sparkling jewel of the Midwest. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, buddy. If you Cheers. want to cut that with some water, let me know. This is straight vodka. No, that's straight whiskey. A uh, whiskey. Oh, this is Japanese yeah. whiskey though. Oh, I can do that. I can do whiskey. Right. I can't do straight vodka. Um, you're a fucking coward. I was thinking about this the other day before you predict this game, we're going to go off the reservation for a minute. Okay. Uh, how's there not been a 30 for 30 on that Georgia tech Cumberland, 225 to nothing, 222, whatever that was. All right. Um, cause it was like a hundred <laughs> years ago. You're, you're correcting me. Right. <laughs> 200, they won by more than 200 points. Right? <laughs> how is that mathematically? Possible? That's what I was wondering. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on this game? Yep. I want to know the story, right? Even in like nothing has come remotely close to that. That's going to record that. That's going to record. That's going to be a record forever. That will last forever. Yeah. That'll there, never get there's not enough time, dude. That's How like does that happen? An NFL team against a youth league team. That's pretty much the maximum score that you can produce. In and that why amount. were they playing Cumberland? I've been to Cumberland, Maryland, right? Is that where it was? Cumberland, Maryland? I, I think that's Cumberland, Maryland. They were playing. Okay. Uh, how's there not a 30 for 30 on that? How's there not a documentary on that? It's, it would be the most boring documentary. No, ever. I want to know. How's that boring? It would just be a touchdown. And then no, a touchdown. no, no, no. But you, I want, I know that it's, I think it happened so long ago that no one's alive from this game. Right. But I would love to know what they said. Cause I, I, my, my thought process. Hey, yeah, where did sportsmen is, did that start sportsmanship right there? <laughs> that they were like, Hey, well, that was a little too much. Well, uh, my, my point here is this. I was telling uh, somebody that doesn't really watch football. They were asking about like the biggest score ever. And, uh, you know, I was, I think I was saying like East Carolina beat somebody by uh, 56 to six or something. It was like, was that the biggest score ever? And I was like, no, not even close actually, because uh, Georgia tech destroyed Cumberland 220. I, I think I told them 25 to nothing. Even yeah. though it was 22. And then it got us thinking and it's like 222. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And I was like, cause like I would, I would take my whole team off the field. <laughs> Right. After, like if you if you're down a hundred to nothing, just I call would just it. take just my go whole to the other sideline. 
I would, if I was the head coach, I would already be at the bar drinking bourbon. Right. I would already. I'm guessing the running clock didn't exist at that point. But then they didn't pass. Yeah. It's literally like touchdown. And then they, like they recover the Every onside kick off for a touchdown, to a touchdown and they just recover 50 straight onside <laughs> kicks for touchdowns. And then you have 200 points. Maybe that would be like 300, but still that it's kind of okay. There needs to be a 30 for 30 on that. I'm there should you. be. That's why, that, but that's my point is like, yeah, it wouldn't be that boring. If you're looking at angles of like what the coach was saying, what do you tell your team? If, what was the score at halftime? <laughs> what do you like? Wh- hold on. Look, Look we, I want to find out what the score was at halftime. I've been in some bad games, but never that bad. No, no one has. That's the worst yeah. ever. <laughs> okay. Notre Dame, Michigan. I'm going to talk about this a little more. It was 1916, by the way, 1916. No one will watch that 30 for 30. Why wouldn't you want to know? I find it a, a, stu- a crazy study on people that like it was 63 to nothing after the first quarter. <laughs> well, that's almost like to nothing after the first that's quarter. It's almost like they, Arizona they, versus they uh, dropped another 63 in the second quarter. Yeah. So they're up what? 126 to at halftime to nothing at halftime. Dude, how do you come back out for the second half? <laughs> and how as Georgia Tech do you manage to tack on another 95 points and earn L- let me break this down for you with Cumberland opting to punt on multiple possessions like the first play of the possession the infamous score can be partially attributed to 97% of the game's plays occurring in Cumberland territory with 64 of those plays worst punter a- ever a- a- 64 of those plays occurring in the Cumber- in Cumberland's own red zone 64%. Okay. But 64%. my point here is you're down 126 to nothing at halftime. I, I quit that. Why does the game keep going? Uh, I don't care if I'm coaching the fucking San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I quit. There. You quit your job. Yeah. I would, I would tell, I would encourage my whole team to go home. I would say we're done. Right. I don't you care. You are the biggest yeah. losers that ever walked the face of the fucking <laughs> look. We lost an intramural basketball game by 96 points. So we don't really have a and, ton and, of room to talk. But. Here's some more stats. They had nine fumbles. Cumberland did. They yeah. gave away nine fumbles. Yeah. 27 rushing attempts for negative 42 yards. Jeez. Passing two for 18 for 14 yards. How do you not have more plays? <laughs> Are you punting on first down? You have a hundred. I think it might've got to that. They gave you the ball. They had every pick fu- six. They had a bunch of pick sixes from what I'm looking at. <laughs> I see three pick sixes or four pick sixes. Dude, Jesus. Defensive backs have the most inflated stats ever. <laughs> okay. Notre Dame and uh, Notre Dame, Michigan. Enough yeah. fucking Cumberland. I think that coach got fired after that game. He should have. Yeah, back I then pray. was a different time. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, Notre Dame, Michigan. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to, I'm going to ride Michigan here. Look, I am tempted to ride Michigan here. I think Notre Dame's the better team. I think this game being on obviously at the big house favors Michigan. I don't know what time it is. I don't know if this is another one of these under the lights games that Michigan typically does not do except against Notre Dame, you know, more often So you're riding with Michigan too. (sighs) I don't know yet. I know you buddy. Here's Michigan. I don't want to agree with uh, Phil Steele and say that Michigan's going to finish the regular season 11 and one. You know, but this would be one of the games that they would probably lose. Now, the fact that they lost on the road 
No, I had them losing at Penn State last week. So Michigan isn't coming in undefeated here. Yeah, that's right. They're coming back. Yeah, we're, you're right. So you're right. on a rebound, maybe I, I get them. But even still, I think Notre Dame could, could get this done. This is going to be a of damn good game. Damn good game. Uh, Notre Dame is the better team, but Michigan will get it done. Um, see, that's a tough stretch right there at Penn State, then home to, to Notre Dame the next week. Yeah. Um, I'm on Michigan. We both got Michigan. Okay. Wisconsin at Ohio State. Speaking of whiskey, that is a little strong. I'm going to go cut and get this some water. Here, there's some water right fucking uh, here. That sounds like a sissy on air. Jeez. Give the guy some quality whiskey. Puts a bunch of fucking water in it. Can't handle it. <laughs> Watered down, just like his personality. Hey, oh, um, fucking asshole. Wisconsin at Ohio State. Another tough one. I think Coach Day gets it done. I do too. I don't trust uh, the freshman quarterback. I got. I just got to see before I buy in. Yeah. Auburn at LSU. This was a wild game last year. LSU. Uh, what made a? This uh, is always a great game. There was a questionable pass interference call that kind of. Question, jeopardize. Super questionable pass yeah. interference. How about your boy James Brooks, Auburn alumni? Oh yeah, with his statement about he well he was a f- mid forties human when he went to. Uh, I put this up on the sports. Well, game. He have a uh, uh, child support issue. Yeah, I put this up on the sports gambling podcast. Sports gambling podcast uh, Instagram. Yeah, and uh, he he uh, yeah he's, he's trying to shame me. Colby tries to shame me. Oh, no, no, I find it funny because they always say, you know, SEC, you know, uh, oh. what do they say? It matters more. <laughs> it matters more. Football matters more. Well, no, they, that's their thing. It's like, it matters more. I just recently responded to a, uh, a tweet about their major league or their uh, minor league or their college baseball teams. Yeah. Right. And I was saying matters more. Well, where was uh, James Brooks's education? Right. You know what I mean? That doesn't matter more. Clearly that didn't matter more. Right. The human being that was a part of your establishment. The human being that may have. Did he graduate? Do we know? Yeah, if he graduated? I think he graduated. He yeah. graduated Auburn and was what? Illiterate. Yeah. Could not read or anything. And, and hey. Graduated. Not, he couldn't even Auburn. write. Yeah. He's, uh, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on He was on, a uh, damn Instagram. good running back, though. Part of running he back, you. He was a damn good running back. And he had a funny statement about it. He's like, yeah, I didn't need to because I was the best at what I do. <laughs> Gotta love that. Kind of hey, like me you and know gambling. What? Right? For Auburn smart business decision. And that's what these fucking schools are. Let's be honest. They're businesses and they're making millions off these players. But at least help the kid out, help the kid out, teach him something. NCAA. What are we? They are failing at the highest level, dude. Yeah. They're scumbags. The older I become, the more of an, like less, I'm not an adult, but like <laughs> the more experienced in life and the more of my friends that get up into like, positions that someone has to take over as old people age out and leave them, yeah. you know, the more I realized that like, no, like even at the highest levels, people are scumbags, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. On all accounts, I would say. Yeah. Every, the, everything's the a joke. Peop- yeah. You find a lot of shitty people. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Auburn LSU though. Obviously, like I said, last year, Auburn was probably going to win this game. And it was a questionable pass interference called on, uh, on Auburn. And that put LSU in field goal range. Field goal kicker made the game winning field goal then. Yeah, that was robbery. Auburn got fucking very robbed. tough call. It was like that was, they kind of went. Uh, and that's probably saved Orgeron's job yeah, right there. Yeah, they kind of went. Uh, they kind of went NFL on that one. Yeah. On that pass interference, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a little uh, ticky attack. 
Does, does do the Tigers, the Auburn Tigers, get revenge, or are we tigering with Coach O? Oh, this is tough. This is really tough. This is like fifty-one forty-nine. Right. I'm gonna go LSU. I am gonna go with the Auburn Tigers. Nice. I like the boldness there. I just feel like, dude, they they probably had this one circled since last year. And this feel will like probably be like a, a one thirty or three thirty kickoff. It won't be at night quite yet. Yeah. And uh, three thirty kickoff. I'm betting. Could be, you could, know. Every once in a while, they do. The LSU does it. I mean, it's late enough in the season where if they're both undefeated, this could be where college game day is. Yeah. In which case, that that favors LSU too. But if it's like a one thirty or a three thirty kickoff, then you almost got to give Auburn like better odds for sure. So. Uh, okay. Next up, Penn State at Michigan State. Now you have Penn State. This is interesting because we they just got this gigantic win the week before against Michigan, and now they got to go on the road to Lansing, and I think. The Spartans are going to pull the upset, Patty C. I agree with you. You know, let me let me take a uh, a line of cocaine. Yeah, from <laughs> from one Colby D. My dick is gigantic. Oh yeah, like what? the fucking Titanic. How has that rap never been made? I think um, I don't know if we've talked about that. That's the most like obvious line. I've never thought of it when it when it hit my ear for the first time. My jaw hit the floor. Well, I, I, said, I can drop rhymes. You know, I was thinking about these rhymes the other day. What did I say? Well, I don't know that I want to say this on air. Because okay. What was it? I said, I'm drinking Templeton rye while you're in a tent with 10 guys trying to get to third base like the Terry Pendleton guy. <laughs> the flow I should be is a fucking rapper, man. Filth. <laughs> I should be a fucking rapper. All right. Uh, Texas at TCU. <sighs> this is tough. This is a interesting game. This is this, this is, is a like, trap city for a. Uh, you know what? Texas was ahead of schedule last year. Fuck Texas! They're gonna lose this game. They're gonna lose this fucking go. game. Patty sees on TCU. I am on the Longhorns. Gary Patterson is. He's due for a good a he, big year. He is, he is. He is. He never stays down that long. And he wasn't that down. I think they still won like eight games. I or think seven they had games. like five wins like two years ago. I think he had a tough year. Last year though, they made a bowl. They were better, but they're still yeah. not good. Uh, Washington State at Oregon. This one is tough too. <laughs> there are some fucking good games this week. Ah, uh, didn't you say Leach usually has Oregon's number? He uh, he normally has Stanford's number. Stanford's number, but he does against Oregon the past uh, two times. Even the third time, I think three years ago, when Oregon was extremely highly rated. Yeah, and or and what Washington came, State was on the come up. Dude, they they should have won that game. Speaking of questionable pass interference calls of the Alabama LSU or Auburn LSU game, yeah, the one in Pullman, I think three years ago. I actually remember that. Yeah, that set Oregon up. Oh man, there were some bad calls in that game. You know what? Yeah, give me Wazoo in this game. My thing is, it's in, it's in Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, they play, but this is a dangerous game. But you went Wazoo. I think I'm going to go Oregon. I had Oregon losing a bunch of games earlier, so. You're all over the fucking map, bud. I when I look, I feel I, ha, I have a feel for these games, Patty. See, there's something. Look, there's a reason why they gave me my own. Look, podcast. Mike Leach is a swinging dick lumberjack. He is the greatest. You know, he is the greatest. He's gonna go down in our woods. own head coach at the at the sports college gambling. experience and the sports gambling podcast network. That's right, Coach Leach. Coach Leach, right there. Cheers, Mike Juan Leach. Legend, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi State at Texas A and M. It's gonna be a good game. 
Uh, Mississippi State could challenge them. You got to favor AM at home, though. I'm on AM as well. I do think it could be a game. Uh, uh, who's AM played the, the week before? Mm-hmm. AM does have a hard, hard schedule. I think they have the hardest Ole schedule. Ole Miss at Ole Miss. I think that, I think the Ole Miss game is more of a trap game than the AM game. Well, certainly I mean, it's on the, the road. Uh, than the uh, Mississippi State. State. If they get through Ole Miss, though, on the road and they come home complacent, you know, and, and satisfied with themselves, Mississippi State would love to fucking yeah. pull that upset. That's a good point. Very good point. Um, next up, Oklahoma at Kansas State. You know, for a long time, Manhattan was a uh, dangerous, dangerous place for a, a high-ranked team to come into. Yeah. But who knows what the hell's happening now? But Bernie Lomax is, is sitting on a beach somewhere in Jamaica, <laughs> listening <laughs> Being to propped music. up with yeah. sticks. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this. I mean, I'm going to say Oklahoma just destroys them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is it no no chance this is a close game in the fourth quarter, Patsy? It very well could be. We'll see what this is. It climate Kleinsman. I feel like every time I mispronounce it. Thought it was climbing for climbing, climbing, like like climbing, climbing. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like I'm George Bush over here. It's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, he's got a lot of them, dude. I I, I spend like ten minutes of every week watching George, D- George W. Bush. The same same clips. Uh, see, I'm a huge fan of him. People who can talk all the shit they want. Look, I think. Most all politicians are scumbag fucks. Yeah. Right. At least I enjoyed that guy's every time he tried to pronounce something, <laughs> I chuckled. So like, at least it was perfectly fucking obvious. He's like making up words in the middle of the shit. It was when beautiful. He was scumbagging. He just feel like the shit eating grin. You're like, there's come like a, on. <laughs> there's like a part. He's like, yeah, we couldn't uh, send in the, uh, 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 the necessary uh, re- uh, re- recruitments into, uh, into uh, I, I, I ran. I mean, Iraq. You know, he's just all over the place. Recruitments. I don't know if that's a word. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pretty sure it's not. And then, um, and then he, uh, there's one where he's like, you can search all of this on YouTube. He's talking about like, he was in Miami to yeah. see his brother. Who's the, that was the governor of Miami or something, but, or Florida. And, uh, he's explaining, he's like, uh, uh, last night I went out and had some oysters and some shrimp and some crab. It was delicious. You know, uh, television stars were there. Andy Garcia. Right, Dan Marino and his dynamic wife. Right, I just thought he's crossing the line. His dynamic wife. Right. Like, hey, what are you saying? You son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> what, what vibes are you trying, trying to, to throw move out on my here. squirrel? Right. <laughs> anyway, go go watch yourself. So he has that one. Uh, as you might recall, we're at a park in Botswana. <laughs> I don't know that any of our audience likes any of this, but I'm saying, right, it's very entertaining to me. Yeah, when you when you see a person with like three or four brain cells, like all bouncing off their skull and every now and then creating a thought. Hey, look, you should be entertained by that. Here's my thing is like, I'm not going to dive into the, the politics at this. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think he's a highly entertaining human being. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm going to say. South Carolina at Tennessee. <laughs> Gamecocks against Cooley. I mean, I'm by attrition. I am starting to uh, believe the Tennessee hype, you know, just the, the, the repetition. I'm on Tennessee for this game down. too, because that, that I, I, I'm not buying into the hype necessarily. Cause I, the last thing I heard is that their offense line is still terrible. Um, Who is South Carolina got? They the have week? Jake Bentley. 
I mean the week before. Uh, well, Tennessee is Alabama the week before. Mm, yeah, that's that's not only like you're gonna lose in every way possible, but it's also like one of those gut punch games well, where it's like at Alabama. Right, you they're gonna come in beat up the following week unless they like call off the dogs early, which for that rivalry, you would hope I think wouldn't South happen. Carolina might be coming off. Of, no, they get Florida, but it's Ooh. in Columbia. But I got South Carolina with the upset there, so they could be uh, yeah ripe for their. I, you know what? Give me Tennessee. I got Tennessee by a last second field goal to win this game. It's gonna be a good game. I got Tennessee by like seven in this game. All right, uh, USC at Colorado. Uh, this is an interesting one. I think this is one where I go Colorado. I think it's dangerous because I think it's pretty late in the year here. Could be yeah. really cold. Yeah, that's true too. Getting later. We were talking about this. I'll, I'll, I think that having so much contrast within one conference of, of terrain. Yeah. Playing a game altitude, in the, in the desert weather, yeah. Oregon and Washington get a ton of rain, Colorado and Utah. It's in a fucking really high altitude. Yeah. And they get a lot of weather. Both those stadiums are outdoors. Yeah. It makes it really hard to, to, I think really consistently win in that, in that conference. Right. Week to week, you're facing completely different elements. I'm going to ride the buffs as well. I, like I said, I have the, uh, I have USC. I think they got to, this coach is not going to make it. The more I think about it, even though I was, I, I gave them the win against Fresno. By the way, did you see that line? What is it? USC's favored by 12 against Fresno. Oh my gosh. I mean, they have lit Fresno up, but this is, these are different teams. I wonder how much, uh, what the reports out of USC are. Maybe, um, I, I just think Harold's come in there and really, isn't that a gigantic red flag though? They're bringing in a new offense, which you would think the first game, I would think maybe by like week five, it's going to be really, they're going to have this thing figured they're out. They're bringing in a new offense and their second choice because yeah, their first one left after a month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're similar offenses, but I mean, uh, I was just thinking in general, USC passing the ball that much around, around the whole field. I think they could get themselves in a lot of trouble. Well, the, the only, the only problem I have with USC throwing the ball around that much. And I know our boy, Mike one Leach would argue that spreading the ball around is, you know, distributing it to it. Uh, that that is a balanced offense, even though it's almost all passing in his in his mind. And to some extent, I agree with him. To a large extent, I agree with him. But for USC, who has talented run blocking at their disposal, talented runners, the ability to control the clock, control the game, you know, I always worry to like not the, take advantage of oh, that. I, I always worry, and I don't know that there's any truth to this. And, and Leach would probably argue this with me, but uh, I always wonder the effects it has on your defense. Does it soften up your defense? I think so. Yeah. I think without a doubt it does. I think you know teams that pass a lot get in shootouts when you practice against it all day. So you're like, yeah, y- you don't you don't become a strong run run defensive team anymore. Right. You know? And once you're not a strong run defense team, then you're not a good defense. Yeah. Like all of defense is like stop the run first and then like force them into passing situations and then be able to defend that. So we both got Colorado taking that. Okay. Oklahoma state. This is a really good game. And this one cost them a uh, shot at the national championship uh, in the past, I think 10 years or 11 years, Oklahoma state at Iowa state. Just a tough one, but give me, give me the clones. I'm on the clones too. It's something about the cornfields, man. Mm-hmm. 
Cal at Utah. This is a dangerous game to me because they're kind of mirror image teams to me. Like both really tough. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. I can see it being Cal, a little, little bit of a trap game, but Utah Utah fans get up. Yeah. Cal's not quite there yet. You gotta you gotta give this one to This Utah. one would not shock me though if this if Cal upset. Yeah, because Cal is come moving kind of fast up the rankings. Well, and they're very physical. If like uh, who's Utah play Utah play oh, they get Arizona State the week before. I don't know. I like my Utah pick. Uh, Miami, Florida at Pitt. A few years ago, two years ago, I believe it was, when Miami was uh, undefeated, I had this game circled beginning of the year. I believe uh, uh, if you search the data, you can go back and find that one. It <laughs> don't costed, throw that dick up there. I'm going to throw it up there for that one. Now, I, when I noticed that was back in like November like 20th. Yeah. They, they moved this one. Yeah, interesting. They moved uh, this game. Well, I wonder if that's the ACC picking up on the SEC scheduling model yeah. and making their most marketable and uh, highest potential teams have the easiest path to. Yeah. Well, you don't want Miami. A you good want, record. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want Miami going to Pittsburgh and or Boston and yeah. yeah. November. Really yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that said, it's still November. I mean, week nine, it's still going to be cold in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I'm going to call for Pitt to get the win. Well, this was one of those where like Miami doesn't have a natural season ending rivalry. If we had internet, I would check to see. I mean, I could look right here and see what it is. I wonder who they've got Miami ending the season against. Um, I think it's Duke. It's Duke this year, I think. Which is weird. You know, that's just like then <laughs> some other rivalry. But last year, Pitt had to go to Miami to end the season. You'd think you would keep that on. All right. Yeah. Right, right. It makes sense. But maybe it's just been too too rough on Miami. So I they think need it to has change. been too rough on Miami. Who are you taking here? I'm going to take Pitt, too. All right. Now you got Syracuse at Florida State. <laughs> I'm on the Qs. I, I think I am too. I like what Dino Baby. I think this doing. will be a decent game. I think Florida State's got to get better. They've got to be better. <laughs> it's a, I mean, their O line can't play any worse. Right. Um. So you're on. You're on the cues. Okay. Arizona State at UCLA. Mm. I'm on UCLA here. I'm gonna just. I know I'm stating all my picks before you, but I. I just want to. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with the UCLA there. I, I've. I had UCLA starting what? Zero and six. Yeah. No, I think I've gotten one winning two in a row. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think we're both going to be wrong on that. I had UCLA starting off uh, pretty bad too. No, you had him going one and five or something. Mm-hmm. I had him going and six. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think, uh, you know, the more I read, the more I look, I was paying attention to uh, Dorian Robinson. Yeah. And I, I was really impressed by his game, especially late in the year. So I think they're going to be a lot better than we realize. Well, that, Offense, you know, if what you're seeing from, uh, you said you watched the um, Oregon or the uh, Ole Miss spring game, yeah, and th- the same offense. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. I watched some of it, but it was yeah. it was struggling. You would think that that would be the type of offense because it's based on simplicity and uh, athletes in space and like simplifying the reads that it would immediately like go into effect and like take advantage of the athletes. But there we have Chip Kelly last year where we had reports from your inside source. And then yeah. also as was proven on the field, taking a long time. That for was that. one of my locks to play the under in UCLA last year. And that one cashed in easily. Very nice. Very nice. And rich rod may be facing something similar, but that said, is he going to have two slow starts in a row or is it going to be where he's coming I, in I, with a whole off know, season? I, we're going to get to this because we want to make our, before we end today, we're going to go through which team like really like, Intrigues. Yeah, I mean, I I think they they could they could be the team 
everyone's on this Utah thing to win the the South, and I think I I if I had to pick right now, I'd probably take Utah. Yeah, but I'm saying I do think UCLA, USC flying under the radar, big time. I'm not buying into the Arizona schools mainly because Arizona State lost a lot. Yeah, but I will say, and I have no idea if Mel Tucker can coach. Yeah, but I do like the talent that Colorado has. Especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, uh, it's not quite the ACC coastal. There is a little bit of a pecking order hierarchy thing going on there. Yeah. Or at least that you can see from the beginning. But um, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty even throughout. It's not a huge separation from yeah. first to last yeah. there. Um, okay. Classic uh, matchup here Duke at Carolina. Tobacco Road. Mm, this is interesting. We're going to see how far Mac has come along in the first eight weeks of the season. I'm uh, going to call for Duke to get the win. I'm tempted to do that too. Uh, without Daniel Jones, but he, um, their backup, I'm struggling to think of his name right now, played last year when Jones was injured. Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. He's a senior this year too. Give me Duke. One at Baylor last year. Okay. Uh, Indiana at Nebraska, the Hoosiers at the Cornhuskers. You never know, but give me Nebraska. I'm on Nebraska too. Yeah. If it was at Indiana, I would be a little more concerned. Yeah. Uh, Boston college at Clemson. If Clemson was still Clemson five or six years ago, this would worry me, but yeah, if it was at at BC, it would worry me. But since it's in South Carolina, I am going to go with Clemson. Yeah. All right. Here's a very interesting SEC East matchup. Missouri at Kentucky. <laughs> mm, that is kind of interesting. <clears throat> That's going to be a fucking good game. I think you had Missouri undefeated. I may have to give them an L here. I think I am too. Yeah. I think I'm going to ride Kentucky as well. Mm-hmm. Kelly B is good. And Missouri is routinely underrated by me. I will admit that, but they're going to lose at some point. Yeah. They're going to lose. And it's not going to be one of the ones we're projecting. Probably it's yeah. going to be something like this yeah. where you think like, Oh, they, they should win this one. Yeah. Uh, Central Florida at temple, a little late, a little late in the year. Could be a little cold, a little windy temples, a hard hitting run first team. Mm, this is a threat. This is a dangerous game. Yeah. Really dangerous game for UCF. Give me UCF. I'm on UCF too. I think it's going to be a close one though, man. Yeah. Uh, SMU, the Mustangs. Wasn't Houston. that the one the UCF temple where he made that amazing one handed catch? Yeah. Yeah. It could be something similar. That was an amazing fucking grab. That was uh, SMU, the Mustangs at the Houston Cougars. It should on. be a cakewalk for the Cougs. I think SMU might make a bowl this year, but I don't know. We'll I don't see. think they make a game out of this one though. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Arkansas at Alabama. Uh, speaking of cakewalks, right? Okay, Texas Tech at Kansas. Any chance? Any chance, Patty C? Ah, uh, yeah. Less. There is a chance. Who's Who's Texas Tech's coach? Matt Wells from Utah State. This is year what? One. One. Well, he did a good job there, though. He did. Give me less miles in the upset. Oh, there we go. I am going to be on Texas tech. I mean, I should, uh, we're going to be held accountable for this later. Aren't we? I like upsets. Dude, it's never going to work out the way we think it's going to just by picking everything. That's true. 
I mean, shit, I took, uh, you know, Clemson to lose at Syracuse. It took Texas A&M to upset Bama. You know? That's true. You got to have a little fun. Less is more than Texas Tech. <laughs> yes. Uh, Illinois at Purdue. Any chance your boy Lovey gets a, gets a big, big win for the program? <sighs> Brom sticking around shows he's, uh, he's committed. You got to figure he's got something lined up there. I think Lovey takes a hard L here. I'm on Purdue as well. I don't know. The love he's going to be there next year. No, I love this game right here. This is the one that I was circling. Yeah. When I was going through this, yeah, I was like, Pat, Patty C is going to love this one. Yeah. Liberty mm-hmm. the flames traveled to Pascataway, New Jersey, man, to take on the Rutgers. Scarlet this Knights. is a fucking toss up. You would think Rutgers should easily win this game, but they haven't done jack shit in years. Yeah. And Liberty, it was coming up fast. They beat Baylor, right? They did. A couple years ago, they no, did. granted, Baylor was down, but they, they did. They didn't stay down forever. Baylor was still yeah. talented. They beat Old Dominion last year by like 50 points. Yeah, who slashed, who throttled tech. Um, give me the flames. Oh, there you go. Give me the fucking flames. I'm going to go with the Scarlet Knights. I'm tempted to do that too. It's going to be a good game. I might regret this. Uh, but. I like this though. Finally calling some upsets before you were just such a fucking chalk. Yeah. Virginia at Louisville. Now of all the games that, you know, knock on wood, I'm not even going to say that. I do think Virginia is going to get this one done. Yeah. UVA. I mean, come on. They're just, everything I read says that Satterfield's walking into a shit storm. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Uh, Arizona at Stanford. Any chance Khalil Tate pulls off the big upset? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, but I'm going to go with Stanford. Uh, I think I am too. KJ, KJ Costello coming yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to be a little too sound, a little too, little too technically and physically sound for Arizona, especially right. on the road. Big game in the big 10 here. Iowa at Northwestern. Big Ten one. It's a big game in the West. This is a, this is a great game, and this is a big game in the West. In a, in a year that the West is more open than usually, the West has really came up, though. Yes, it has. Northwestern is a reliable team. Iowa, reliable team. Wisconsin, Nebraska. Wisconsin has been up, but they have fallen off, which has opened the door for. They're everyone. still like a nine win. Yeah, they're still yeah. a great program. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Nebraska. I mean. Really, anyone's game. And Even Minnesota's yeah. gotten better with we'll Flex. We'll see with yeah. Flex, really, uh, if he can row that boat, if he can turn that boat around. Yeah. The only question is, that, is Illinois ever going to show up? <laughs> he's, he's cobbling. But no, Purdue's gotten a lot better. They are the West, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So That's a fucking good division It now. is. That's, yeah. It used to be shit. Now it's good. Yeah. Uh, Iowa at Northwestern? I'm going to go with Northwestern to get it done. I'm very tempted to agree with you. I'm also very tempted to disagree. This is going to be like 20 to 17. I was going to win this game on the road. I could totally see that. I have zero faith in Northwestern winning this game. Yeah. This is actually a 50, 50. What do they play for? Uh, is this Floyd or Rosedale? They all got some fucking trophies. In. <laughs> no. All right. Let me tell you this before we get to the next games, guys. I want to tell you, look, pretty simple thing. We got over here. You know, we know 
me and Patty C and the rest of the old sports gambling podcast crew knows that you're already shopping on Amazon. So why not shop there and support the podcast? Patty C. Well, he was talking about perhaps buying a motor scooter the other day. Right? I've, I've done that before. Actually, uh, you picked me up from the train station once <laughs> and it was a very strange experience. If you I... guys have ever seen uh <laughs> dumb and dumber yeah. where they're going into uh, across all country, Colby yeah. and I had to do that on a 50 minute ride. Yeah. Maybe the most uncomfortable 50 minutes of my yeah, life. Yeah. But it was but, a bonding experience. Let me tell you yeah. what. Well, when I got off the train, I wasn't expecting you to pick me up. At a, you said, I'll pick you up. I was expecting an automobile, not some fucking moped. <laughs> Wait, right? you didn't know? You knew damn well. You were ready for it. He had a boner the entire fucking <laughs> get time. Get the fuck out a fucking sore back. From all right, get out of here. Okay, look at this. All right. We all shop at Amazon. Patty C was thinking about buying a motor scooter again. By the way, Patty C used to have an apartment in San Diego where I, I came over to his apartment and he had a gigantic uh, tire, like like a peel-out stain, like he like someone revved the engine of the tire right in the middle of his fucking living room. Well, let me let's let's give Mickey a <laughs> shout out for my brand new uh, apartment. Um, it was it was beautiful. I'm 24 years old. I got my <laughs> place to myself. One bedroom, one bath, four blocks from the beach. I'm about to be pimping, right? Mickey, my roommate from the year before, still hasn't gotten his own house. Has a chick over while I'm out of town. Spills red wine on my fucking brand new carpet, right? Huge stain. And then the genius is like, uh, yeah, I'll just use bleach to get this out, right? And I was like, will that like not stain it too? He's like, no, it should be fine. And so he just rubs, <laughs> rubs an even bigger circle of, of white of bleach. And so I have this beige carpet with a giant white circle in it. And that's like, you know, the broken window theory. Like if you have an entire neighborhood with like, uh, like clean, like perfect everything. Yeah. Then everything stays good. But if one house gets a broken window, you know, the whole neighborhood right, goes to shit. Right, hold on. Well, I, I got to That's them. what happened with my house. One stain. And then like but people started disrespecting it. You also had a motorcycle it. burnout. Like, like someone re revved your fucking attire. <laughs> like, well, I parked my motorcycle in my living room because <laughs> I didn't want it stolen by the fucking PB trash. All right. All right hold on. I'm going to tell one of the best stories ever. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to get to this Amazon ad, but okay. Uh, Patty C was out of town. And I was you told on, this one on, 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 I don't I think, think you have on you there. step on his face. I don't think I I've told it on the podcast. I don't think I think you have, but go ahead and, uh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have, but go ahead and, uh, <laughs> hit us off with a quick version of it. All right. I went to go to a Padres game. I was dating a girl that, that, uh, uh, she was plugged into the Dodgers tickets, season tickets. Uh, her, her uncle was the Spanish announcer of the Dodgers. Nice. So we would go on the road that year. Uh, that we would hang, we were together or whatever you want to say. Uh, and we decided on the whim to go down to San Diego and I hit up Pat, Patty C and I'm like, Hey, uh, can I, uh, yo, yeah. What are you up to tonight? And he's like, yo, I'm in like, I'm back in DC. I think you were or something like that. I don't yeah. know. You were somewhere. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm 23, 24 years old. I'm like, okay, can I, I, this is great. I'm going to crash at your house. Yeah. I'm going to bring this girl there. So we go to the Padres game. We come back. We've had, a, we've had drinks and everything. And you, you, you had told me instructions on how to get into your house. It was just like, basically you go through the window. Yeah. So I go yeah, through ground the ground level, like a uh, house. Yeah. It was on the ground level, but the, the window was kind of elevated a little bit. Yeah. So I had to like go through this window and I like, so I like stepped down. I don't think I told this on the fucking podcast. Dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have, but I, 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 I stepped down 
into the living room, but uh, the couch, because his couch backs up to the window. Right. So I think my foot is on a couch cushion, <laughs> right? And this is so good. I put all my weight up. At this point, I'm stepping all the way in the into the into the into the apartment, and then all of a sudden, I I get like there's a scr- a little bit of a ah and like movement on my foot, and it turns out I'm stepping on a homeless man's face. Patty C had let a homeless man sleep on his couch. I don't know if I allowed it because if my door was locked, then I don't know what the hell that was, but it terrified me. And I felt so bad because it was like, dude, this I guy had, had homeless people that would, I would be friends with while I was down there, but I felt awful. I had, that's 180 pounds <laughs> standing on this guy's face. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, man. Like he's just asleep. It was pitch black, pitch black. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, that was fucking ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, look, you can get all these products at Amazon. No, but <laughs> You could probably buy a fucking homeless man at Amazon, right? <laughs> Look, Patty C's talking about bleach. You want to buy some bleach? Maybe stain your own carpet? Go to Amazon, but check us out. Instead of like just going to Amazon.com, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link. Use it every time you shop. And guess what? We get credited. Because we know you're shopping at Amazon. So just go to sportsgallingpodcast.com backslash Amazon and boom, you're helping us out so you can hear more stupid stories of me stepping on homeless people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez. That was a crazy night, man. That terrible. I remember the, the girl that I was with was like, uh, do you know that guy? <laughs> no. no. I got no idea. Who did, you, did you end up kicking him out of the house? I think. Or did you just like stay in the house with the homeless guy all night? I think we went into the bedroom, shut the door for a little bit. Yeah. And I waited for you you to answer me. Yeah. Because I think I texted you saying like, what the, what the fuck dude? You know, like, (laughs) I don't, I don't remember verbatim. Actually, I think we might've just put our stuff in the bedroom. Yeah. That's, that's bold. I don't know. Did we leave? Which homeless one was it? I had, I had the, the, the native American. I don't fucking remember, dude. This is ten. This is ten years ago. <laughs> that guy was great. years ago. That guy would just come over, shit faced every day. <laughs> we were playing like cards at the table out front. We 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 didn't have enough chairs, so we just like sit You're him on maniac. the ground. You're a maniac. That was bad. Um. Okay. Let me. Let's get to the rest of this. They don't give a shit about us anymore. Yeah. Tulane at Navy. It's a good game. It is a good game. Now people are uh, throwing shade at Niamata Lolo. I want to say, what is this magazine? I'm going to call for Navy in the upset. Athlon's yeah. given Navy a five and seven record this year. Probably earned that, but Navy's going to rebound. The triple option will not stay down forever. Um, yeah, give me Navy. I think know. Navy's going to get that one too. It's going to be cold coming. Isn't up from Tulane New running the uh, triple option yeah. too? Yeah. So maybe these have actually been great games lately. Have they? Like the, even when Tulane was shitty two three years ago, it was like 23-21. You know what? Give me Tulane. Tulane. Okay. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State at UNLV. Uh, we were talking about UNLV today. Yeah. There's so much potential there to turn that program into... It's one of the fastest growing cities in the country. They got the Raider Stadium coming in. I think if they don't make a bowl, they fire Tony Sanchez, they hire Jim Levitt, or Steve Spurrier. Yeah. There's plenty of high school football talent on there. Spurrier. 
That'd be fun. Well, a lot of people like to retire in Vegas. Yeah. It's cheap. You know, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of tax over there. Or if the XFL folds after one year, June Jones to, to UNLV. That would be fun. That would be it. Just saying. Give me someone rebellious so they can have the mascot. I want Jim Levitt as. Yeah. He'd be fun there. And that'd be defensive, you know, which would fit the uh, Las Vegas persona. You get brand new uniforms. Put a gun on your helmet. Put the fucking gun on the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Two awesome. guns, like crosses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All black uniforms, red numbers. Yeah. Is are those your colors? They're, they're black. Red, and black, red. silver. Red, black, silver. Oh man. It's, it's got so potential. much potential there. Yeah. To win the Pac-12, I'm taking San Diego State though. You can take UNLV all you want. Does the Pac-12 go for UNLV despite them not being the state flagship school? Do they or do they take both? Do they expand? I, I, I think their academics isn't amazing either, but. Yeah. Uh, who, I, you're taking San Diego State, right? I am. Okay. Uh, Central Michigan at Buffalo. <laughs> Give me Buffalo. I want Buffalo as well. Maryland at Minnesota. You're in Minnesota, especially this late in the year. Yeah, I'm on Minnesota as well. Memphis at Tulsa. I'm on Memphis. This I is am a dangerous well. game, though. Dangerous game for the for the, for the Tigers. Let's we'll see where Tulsa is this year. This is a hard. Tulsa is like one of those teams that I really don't do a good job of keeping track of. To me, they're just they're they're just there. You know. I think it's because you look like Gus Verrat. Mm. Uh, Utah <laughs> State at Air Force. Utah State at Air Force. Coming up to Colorado Springs. Yeah. I'm on Utah State. You're on Utah State. <laughs> I didn't even get to pick. Colby had already I know, marked it down. I know your answer. Could be a close game, though. Triple option keeps keeps you close. That's true. Uh, Colorado well, State at Fresno State. You must know my answer to this one, then. Yes. We are all doing Fresno State. If it was in maybe Fort Collins, it'd be different. New Mexico State at Georgia Southern. Uh, yeah, Georgia Southern. I'm on Georgia Southern as well. Here's an interesting one for you, though, Patty C. Charlie Strong. Finally gets the, mm. some of the cojones to come into Greenville, North Carolina, <laughs> right? South Florida at East Carolina. The bulls are going to whip that. The ever living shit. What is ever living? I wanted to know what that is. When you li- live whip forever, the- you live forever. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot um, of fucking shit. I'm going to go with ECU in the upset. Uh, that's reeks of homerism. <laughs> But okay. Hawaii at New Mexico. Contrast and styles. The air raid against the triple option. Mm. This Altitude has potential upset written on it. Give me Hawaii, though. You know what? I'm going to take a gander here on New Mexico pulling the upset. Okay. Respect. Eastern Michigan at Toledo. I'm going to ride with. Finally, I think I had Eastern Michigan money all year. I think Toledo's going to bite them. Yeah, give me the Rockets all day long. San Jose State at Army. I think we're both on Army. Army's going to the national championships. Yes. App State at South Alabama. We're on App, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Troy at Georgia State. This is a decent game. Give me Georgia State, though. I'm going to say Troy gets this done. Is that right? I say Troy grabs the win. It's gonna be a close game. Um, Miami, Ohio at Kent State. Um, Miami, Ohio for sure. I'm gonna say Kent State gets the dub. We're, we got a lot of contrast going on. 
Southern Miss at Rice. I'm going to take Southern Miss. Take Rice, buddy. <laughs> I will not take Rice. <laughs> Akron at Northern Illinois. Uh, I'm taking Northern Illinois. I'm on Northern Illinois as well. Western Kentucky at Marshall. This was a great game like 10 years ago or six years ago or four years ago, whatever it was. Marshall still on the upswing. Yeah, I like Marshall this year. North Texas at Charlotte. Should be a cakewalk for North Texas, right? Yeah. Mason Fine coming through. Seth Luttrell. Bowling Green at Western Michigan. This ones are kind of easy, I feel like. I got Western Michigan handling their business. I know you do too, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? Florida Atlantic at Old Dominion. Uh, if it wasn't for DeAndre Francois, then I would say that Old Dominion would have a decent chance of this. I'm going to say Florida Atlantic gets it done. I'm going to say Florida Atlantic gets it done, but this is going to be a close game. Yeah. It's going to be a really close game, I think. Foreman Field. George Foreman Field. Uh, Texas State at Arkansas State. Ah, uh, Texas State at Arkansas State. I'm on Arkansas State. Yeah, I guess I got to go with Arkansas State. They underperformed last year, but... Well, so, so did you. No, that's been most of my <laughs> life, so... Kindred spirits. All right, Louisiana Tech at UTEP. Louisiana Tech, all day, every day. I'm on Louisiana Tech as well. UTEP's awful. They should hire Jim Levitt as well. Florida International at Middle Tennessee. This is actually a good game. This is a damn good game. Um, Ooh, it's, at, it's in Murfreesboro. Give me Middle Tennessee with the upset. Even though it's home, I don't know if that it would be an upset. Yeah, I'm gonna go FIU. This is gonna be a really close game, though. I don't feel comfortable with that one. Ohio at Ball State. You just told me you read a lot about Ball State today. I, I, I did. know you did. We got the whole rundown on Ball State today. So you take Ball State, I take Ohio. I don't think that's how that's gonna work. <laughs> Nathan Rourke is gonna run all over that defense, and this is uh, the best game of the weekend. This one should be a, a rivalry. This one should they have been should, a rivalry. Uh, they should play this the final game of the year every year. They should. I really agree with this. UConn at UMass. It's, it's just perfect. Who's gonna? There's really so win much this symmetry game? in that. I'm gonna say Edsel gets a dub here. Was UMass? Uh, they're FCS, right? No, no, they they've come they up. Came up. They almost beat Tennessee a couple years ago. How long they've been up? I think maybe two or three years. Jeez. No, nah, a little bit more than that, actually. Jeez, I'm just like yeah. ignoring their existence, um, and rightfully so. Um, yeah, give me UConn. Victor Cruz went to. UMass. You know what? Fuck UConn. You taking UMass? Give me UMass. Just because I bet on UConn too many times last the year. The Minutemen. Okay, look, we done what we're done with week eight. You still got Michigan undefeated. You still got Alabama undefeated. You no, got, I don't have Michigan undefeated. Oh, no, that's right. You, you lost you, Penn yeah. State. I got Alabama. So Clemson. You have Missouri finally losing. So you have you have Wazoo with one loss. You have Wazoo should make the playoffs. You, you have LSU undefeated. Yeah. Going into Bama pretty soon, huh? You have LSU undefeated. You have UCF undefeated. <sighs> Man, this would be the sweetest year for UCF to get it done. When Clemson and Alabama and are considered you also have unbeatable. You have Iowa State undefeated. I think we both do. Really? It seems like Iowa State gets all their really tough games at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll, I'll dive more into it in the, in the next couple of days, but before we leave out of here, we wanted to go 
Division by division, what is the most intriguing team to you, Patty C? Let's start out with the Atlantic Coast Conference Atlantic Division. Like the team that you're, we're going into 2019. I'm not saying like who you, oh, who's going to, maybe it could be Clemson because maybe right. you're thinking how they replace the defensive line. The team that has the most, uh, like you're just, you what know, makes you want to watch this team out of the coastal that says, hey, I'm interested to see how they're going to play this well, year? Well, Florida State to me in, okay. in, in the Atlantic is, uh, the clear team that the the future of their program hangs kind of in the balance. Uh, if they they could and it could go any it could go one of three ways. They could fucking turn it around and become a good team again and start building toward a, a you know Florida State standard. They could wallow in mediocrity but do just well enough to you know keep Taggart along around, which might be the worst thing for the program. Or they could fucking shit the bed and blow the whole thing up. You would think that presumably, you know, a team that uh, stumbles into a top 10 recruiting class could not stay down for that long. And that's my belief, quite frankly. But the longer that Florida State stays down as an ACC person that was alive in the 90s and hated them, <laughs> I, I will always root for Florida State to lose. So, okay, let me just unless they're playing an SEC here. team in the national championship, that is the lone exception. ACC. Atlantic, Florida State, or PC or for Patty. Uh, I'm going to say Syracuse. Syracuse is the one. I mean, I, there's a few interesting teams here. I was, was Syracuse or Wake for me. Yeah, Florida State was up there too. Yeah, but to me, uh, you know, with with Baber's recent statements on recruiting, with them winning ten games last year, I I think right now the door is open for some potential shifting in the Northeast. As far as like power, let Penn state have a bad year this year. Yeah. Uh, they, they were Especially if a lot. you let Franklin leave. Yeah. yeah. And let Franklin go to USC or, yeah. or, or Florida state or something. And, uh, and, and you also got Pitt. Pitt's still good. I think they're going to be, they're going to surprise the people that they're not in the Atlantic, but I'm saying uh, for that region of the country, you know, BC and, 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 and UConn. And so UConn's down as opposed to where they were 10 years ago. Um, I, I, I Rutgers is down as to where they were That's 10 true. years ago. It's the Northeast is wide open for the taking. Now it's just a matter of how much talent is actually up there. Yeah. You would I, have to, there's a million trillion people like in New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, DC is recruiting a lot better. Uh, Maryland, Maryland's a lot yeah. better than it was, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So yeah. I mean, it does help to tap into your local talent and fence it up. So Syracuse, it is about time you got back on the horse. Syracuse for me. Okay, let's go coastal. Well, clearly for me, being a UVA fan, Virginia, and I think that really is the case too. They're not only the most, um, you know, personally um, invested team for me, but I think they're the most... Uh, most naturally, um, you know, intriguing team. Uh, that's why I have UVA as well. Um, Virginia tech also intrigues me because th- if they don't get it done, if they don't turn it around this year for Virginia tech, then the wheels might fall off that way. And that, that wave, well, especially is, so if to Virginia speak, wins the coastal may officially crash. Yeah. If, if Virginia wins the coastal, then the state is being, sh- there's a tilt is, coming. Yeah. yeah the tilt, the, the, the shift has happened. The scales, um, the scales have tilted. 
I, you know, I was high on this Patty C. I was really high on the Bronco Mendenhall hire. Yeah. I thought he was one of the better coaches in college football. Uh, but it's time to see if he can continue. Like to me, I know he can coach good. I've seen it already at Virginia. Yeah. But can he take it to the next tier? Right. Uh, so UVA is my answer as well in the, in the ACC coast. Now UNC also, we're going to see what Mac Brown does year one. Uh, yeah. And I, I actually think for me, as much as like, I know you're, you're very curious on Virginia tech and I am too, just like I am every team, but yeah, Pitt is under the radar to me. And I feel like they could really surprise in that. In see that. Pitt to me is, is Michigan state. And that's being generous. Like maybe it's the Narduzzi thing, but it's just that, you know, grounded pound, you know, Never really going to have enough of a. Uh, well, they won the coastal. A last powerful year. offense to if like. They win the coastal again this year. It's just running into a brick wall with Clemson. They're never going to beat them. I'm just saying, if they can start to get dominance within the coastal, if their recruiting can come up, then and and they can, especially if Penn State drops off, which there's no real indication is going to happen. But well, they play Penn State this year. I think Penn State will always have the recruiting edge on Pitt unless it like is sustained over like a ten or fifteen year period that Pitt is the better team. But um how oh, that's a Dan Marino. Hey and his dynamic wife. <laughs> this fucking guy. All right, let's go. Let's go uh Big Ten, Patty C. Big Ten East. Yeah, yeah, let's go east. Yeah, sorry. I mean clearly clearly Maryland, uh, we're gonna see if they can maintain their relative success last year. Mar- Maryland's interesting. Um that offense was moving and shaking last year, but who knows when they're Loxley, they might just win one game like he did at New Mexico. Right. Or, you know, he could recruit like his ass off. Like, I keep reading that Josh Jackson's gonna be their starting quarterback. What happened to Kasim Hill? Josh Jackson from Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Hmm. I don't know. They had like three good quarterbacks that get injured every year in Maryland. Right. <laughs> did they all transfer out? I gotta follow through on this. I gotta right. I gotta get dive deep on the internet soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Josh Jackson. I don't feel like Josh Jackson is as good as the other ones. His other ones were electric, man. The guy who really stood out to me for Maryland last year was that running back with the uh, braids. Yeah, he was nasty. He was he fucking was filthy. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're getting him back. I think he's gone. But we're gonna see what Maryland does. Clearly, so Maryland's your answer. No, I think okay. Penn, Penn State's the answer. I think Penn State's the answer as well too, because I just, I don't know what to expect. I mean. Michigan is really close to this for me. And uh Michigan is super compelling because it's like now the, the door s- is open. Yeah. And the door's open. Uh yeah. I mean, they're hosting Ohio State this yeah. year. Can they finally get over the hump? It's I have Penn State by a hair because I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Michigan, I still think they're gonna be like if they're they're still gonna be like ten or two. Right. I think that uh Trace McSorley was a good quarterback at the college ranks and, and, you know, fire enough and like a, a very poor man's Baker Mayfield, but like uh Penn state should be able to, from a talent standpoint, mm-hmm. do better than trace McSorley, like consistently. Yeah. So whether they have that in place or not, and whether McSorley's experience and intangibles or whatever, like make that, make him hard to replace talent wise, you would figure Penn state would still have it, you know, yeah. still be able yeah. to compete. And, and, and with, Ryan day taking over for urban Meyer. That door is open for Penn state too. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, and fucking Michigan goes to Penn state this year. You know, who's flying under the radar as always hmm. Michigan state. Of course. Always. Um, big 10 I just West. assume they're going to fuck up someone's season and that's going to be yeah. what they do. Big 10 West. 
Um, Big Ten West. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, mine. It's probably or we're, we won't be the same on the Big Ten entirely. Yeah, I, I'm uh, really. I can't wait to watch Nebraska. Of course. Okay. We're gonna see. Uh, we're both on Nebraska. At three, three out of four of these, we're in the same opinion. But I think it's gonna change. Uh, come SEC. I think it's gonna change come SEC, and we're, that's what. But, but Nebraska, obviously, Frost. Athlon's got them winning the West. I, I got them winning the West. I think. I, I think. Yeah. I, I have them as a very long shot dark horse like playoff. I do too. Yeah. Let them win at Colorado week two. Let them win. Uh, I think they're going to win the Ohio state game. I think they have a road test though. I don't know if it's Iowa. They have a, r- I think to assume they're going to win the Ohio state game. I think it would still be an upset. They're going to upset Ohio state. I'm calling that right now. And Lincoln, that would be fun. All right. SEC East SEC East. The team that is most compelling to me from the East. <sighs> I'm not particularly interested in any team in the fucking SEC East. So you said Missouri. Missouri is it. I don't even yeah. think of them as the East. I think of them obviously as the West, but they are it. Yeah. Missouri's better than um They got Kelly Bryant. And now they have Kelly Bryant and then uh who is the other guy? Sean uh Robinson as a backup. Yeah. They got enough pieces there that Kelly Bryant's a dynamic enough quarterback, a dynamic enough wife, you might say. <laughs> uh dynamic enough quarterback where he Combined with like the the coaching and the and the and the fundamentals and the, and the type of team they've been for the past few years could take them to a different level and that would be really competing for the SEC East. Georgia's is still going to be a solid step above, but Missouri could be in contention for number two. And then who knows with an upset here or there. My one is the Georgia Bulldogs. You don't know. You don't think that that's a known quantity at this point. Well, I'm going to say the reason why I find it interesting is Georgia had that great year, right? Yeah. One great year two years ago, right? Yeah. Last year. And that great year with they they beat Notre Dame by one. Yeah. Right? They had some close calls. Yeah. Last year, they had a really, really, really easy schedule. Yeah. They had, they basically had the Alabama schedule. This year's schedule is harder. Is that right? This year they get Notre Dame. It granted it's in Athens. Yeah. But they also get A and M. They also get Auburn. Yeah. Uh, it's a much harder schedule. It's a much harder schedule, I think. Well, I mean, Notre Dame coming instead of them having to go. But you're talking about versus no, last, last year. Last year, it was two years ago. The, no, no, no. The Notre I'm Dame. I'm saying game. last year though. Uh, they they got destroyed by Texas in a bowl game. That's true. They lost to LSU by double digits. That's true. They now I have a theory. Smacked by LSU. And I, you've heard me say this before. I have a theory that is starting to develop. That yes, they play Alabama great, but I think our our country may be sucking them off, basically saying, uh, "Jeez, so, you know what I mean?" Like they're basically just like they're all o- about they're, them. They're close they, to Alabama, but they but yet they. I just watched Texas destroy them in a bowl game. Yeah, I saw. Uh, you know, well, they're clearly a team that get destroyed at LSU. Mentally, isn't like uh, capable of handling like the ups and downs a little bit. You know. I think they get A and M in Athens, but they're at Auburn. Yeah. And uh, well, from a talent standpoint, they're they're basically on the same level as Clemson and, and Bama at this point. Very close, you know, and right in that same like, definitely top five talent wise, probably top three talent wise. They should, in my opinion, last year they were. I thought they were going to win the national championship. 
clearly that wouldn't have happened even if they had beaten Alabama. I mean, they lost to LSU by like double digits, man. They got their ass whooped that game. Yeah. Um, Fields transferring out from should still be a great starter. He's in but I want to number three. They, they have that. I, I the depth is an issue. They have been stacking recruits like a motherfucker. No, I'm saying a quarterback. Other guys. Oh, keep a quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Um, if he gets an injury or something, but that could be SEC West. Patty C. SEC West. Team of interest. I mean, A and M will continue to be an in- team of interest until that. That is actually my answer. A and M is that going to be yours as well? You're going to go. It LSU probably and is the more interesting team to me. Auburn know? does have a little bit of a QB battle going on. I feel like those are all known quantities too. The the yeah. SEC hasn't changed much. We're still waiting for A and M to like turn the corner. Yeah. I feel like, but we have been waiting for A and M to turn the corner for like. A decade. 25 yeah, years too, yeah. because yeah, you're right. Since you know? back in the big 12 days. Yeah. All right. We both agree on a and M as the sec. Well, let's go pack 12 action. The South in the pack 12 Patty C. Uh, wait, is this the last of the, uh, no, we got big 12 after this. Big 12. No, okay. get out of here because we're taking a long time. Where are we at? I got yelled at for time. Uh, people so love us. Let's, 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 let's Let's bang let's, through this. Let's bang through this. Pac-12 South. Yeah. Uh I mean, there's Arizona, there's Colorado, like I mean, obviously Utah. USC is too obvious to be like the team, but it is. USC. We want to see what they do. We want to see if if uh Helton can weather the storm. My answer is actually UCLA. They're an interesting one too. It's a pretty interesting division. Yeah. I mean, my UCLA, USC, and even Colorado with, I don't know what to expect with Mel Tucker. Yeah. I'm uh, a little bit of skeptic on saving assistance. Yeah. And, but I will say he walks into, he's got a senior quarterback that's projected as a second round draft pick. Yeah. He's got LaVisca Chenault and Katie Nixon and a new Chenault coming up. He's got an offense that is fine. Like they're going to be, if he has anyone, I don't know who's his offensive coordinator. I forget off the top of my head, but uh, who's got anyone there. I mean, that's that offense. They have the tools. Yeah. Yeah. The defense has a little bit of question marks. Yeah. But uh, it's still intriguing to me. I find Colorado compelling too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing. If he can get them to, to rise up. Yeah. Pac 12 North Patty C, you know, Quack, quack for you. Yeah, pretty much the quacks. I want to see how they do without Levitt, but I still think they're going to be good. See, uh, you know, I uh, Colby is skeptical. I am skeptical. And I can tell you the one that I am interested in to see is the Washington Huskies. I was going to say Cal, but I'll be honest, Washington just with Eason. Really? I think Eason could be a gigantic difference maker for Chris Peterson. I think Browning really bottled up that offense. Yeah. If he had someone just like Kellen Moore, and I think Easton's better better than Kellen Moore. People forget Easton was ahead of Fromm before Fromm got injured, or before Easton got injured. I think Easton could be the answer that Washington's been wanting for a long, long time. Since Peterson's been there, Peterson's had Browning the whole time. I think the one one year prior to Browning, he had somebody else. Yeah. But it was like Keith Kelly Price. Or he's Keith he's Price, a, yeah. the the dictionary definition of a game manager. So so, so I'm going to say Washington in that capacity. And Chris Peterson doesn't ask his quarterbacks to be gunslingers necessarily, but uh, when fucking who's the guy that ripped uh, Virginia Tech's heart out? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah. Was that Kellen Moore? No, yeah. no. Kellen Moore. Kellen. 
Was it Moore? It was Kellen Moore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Zabransky before that though. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, those guys were both kind of gunslingers and, and I mean, he's a quarterback guy. He was a quarterback back at what? UC Davis. Yeah. Yeah. He's not afraid to like throw the ball, you know, with some intention. So with a guy that can actually do it and you're right, yeah. that often that, that team may turn into a different beast. Uh, okay. And last but not least, we don't have divisions here. Last but not least big 12, uh, big 12. Who's really compelling in the big 12. Um, I mean, TCU, I'm interested to see what they do. Matt rule with Baylor. I'm kind of curious about obviously Iowa state, like uh West Virginia. I mean, that's Texas. You going to throw Texas. In there, I'm not no? super interested in Texas. I think I know wh- what they are now and where they're heading. I think that they're going to be creeping. They're not quite at Oklahoma level yet, but I expect them to be creeping back in the national championship comp- or conversation here in the next few years, if not this year. Um, who am I really intrigued by in that conference? You know who I'm intrigued by? Kansas. Nope. Last miles. No. Oklahoma State. I do like that one, man. Dude, flying under the radar. Those two running backs. Really, the running back that was in the bowl game. He he stunned me how fucking good he was. They are flying under the radar. Yeah. Much like Michigan State or something. Yeah. I like that answer. I thank you. I like that answer. I'm, I I kind of want to go with it, but I just just to be different. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce around here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that Baylor is the one yeah. for me. Year three, Matt rule. Let's see if we can crank it up a whole uh, to a, to a different notch. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Baylor was winning 11 games. Yeah. 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 That program isn't dog shit anymore. I know. Uh, and rules are, I think rules are really underrated coach. So yeah, we'll almost see. Got a, he got our fucking offer from the Colts. Turn that shit down to stay at Baylor. Hey, I like that. I want to see more of that. We will, we'll do the group of five next podcast, but this is the college experience guys. If you can go to iTunes, write us a good review and it will give you a free t-shirt. Just make sure you notify me that you wrote that review and we'll go from there. You can find us on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find uh Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours.